Another defender for the Double Blues playing his 50th game in the elimination final was Rory Illman. Uh, he had so much, so much love for Rory Illman with the Sturt fans as well. Yeah, I, don't they I would have thought he would have played 100. He seems to have been around does, for a long, long does. time. He's, he's had some horrific injuries, mainly soft tissues, that have left him uh, out of the team. he's only 23. Yeah, that, that's what got me as well. He's only 23. Well, between him and Guy Page, they look about 190 <laughs> between them. They've <laughs> 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 got a serious... A serious uh, uh, what do you call it? Elderly looking heads on them. But uh, oh, I love them both as players. Yep. Just really good to watch. They rebound off high back. They defend first, take care of their opponents, and then they go from there. Guy Page last week was another one who was tremendous along with Coombs against North Adelaide and mopped up just about everything. Can give you a quick cricket score. Uh, Zimbabwe playing Australia up in Townsville. After 39 overs, uh, the visitors are 4 for 160. So a little bit slow, but... Uh, they might, they might fly in the last 10 overs, get up to 250. That'll be worth chasing for the Aussies. They did make three hundred against India only a few days ago. Yeah, they got, they got, some, got close. Got some good batting. Their bowling's probably yeah. not as good as their batting. So yeah. The Australian batting lineup, uh, Green's coming in at eight, mate. They're, they're bat deep. Yeah, it's not, not a bad lineup. Is it? <laughs> they bat deep. But you never know with Australia. They can yeah. they can do some slowly things. Anyway, we'll worry about footy for now. Uh, and we mentioned just before that Brett Hand interview uh, also is that uh, Liam McBean will start in the ruck for Glenelgan. He's out there now doing some... Yeah, I, I like McBean in ruck. What he gives you is his agility around the ground. We all know that he's not a he's not a big bailout key forward anyway. As we mentioned, he hasn't had the best year as a key forward. Whenever he's gone into ruck, he's looked tremendous and he's given them a lift. So he's probably getting a bit of a regeneration in regards to his game now that he's gone back into ruck. And, and they, look, they have struggled in that year. They tried Minchin early... Young Cole, and they've had Hanneth, but none of them have really rocked the boat of the coach, I guess. And McBean has when he's been in there. So he'll be fine. He'll, what he'll do is his rest will probably be going deep for a little while. Yep. You know, Riley Holder will come on. He'll go off the ground like anybody else, but he'll probably spend a little, you know, 70% in ruck, 10% forward, and 20% having a rest. Let's have a look at the matchups in the midfield. Uh, again, we touched on it briefly, but. It's Snook, Lions, up against Battersby, Lewis. Then you throw in a, a few other names that will run through that middle as well from both teams, but uh, they're probably the four that will match up against each other for most of the day. Yeah, I think this is where I think Sturt can get on top, though. I, I really like the form of young Sam Brewer. He's going to be a real good, he's going to be a good player, this kid. Just seven games. Yeah, and uh, I really like the way he goes about it. Um, I really like that Slimming's been able to go in there on a number of times this year. Between Slimming and Hosey, they should just stay in each other because they're my two favourites. Um, and I really like the way he's, he's gone about in there at times. Um, we've also seen Dakin go in there at times this year and, and, and been pretty effective. Shoot, although he plays more on the wing, has gone in there as well. Josh Hone spends a lot more time in the middle of the ground now. For the Bays, it's, it's, it's probably more like young Chandler's going to get an opportunity uh, Reed Cooler will get obviously an opportunity, an opportunity going Don't there. Don't forget he's done he changed his name to Colour. Colour, oh, he has too. Yeah, it was Cooler for everyone called him Reed Cooler, Cooler. for and he's for told years, everybody it's Colour. No, actually, you've been pronouncing it wrong forever, so it is Reed Colour. Well, it is a nice colour. Yeah, <laughs> wearing the black and gold colours, <laughs> Reed Colour colours. But yeah, he'll certainly come. He, he sort of he started well, played a lot of senior footy at the start of the year, then sort of lost a bit of form, went back to the twos, um, and then back in the league side the last few weeks. And uh, another important player for Glenelg, I think, is the 
um, one of your friends from Norwood, Cole Gerloff, he's going to play a pretty important role today. Too. Yeah, he will, Cole, and he needs to. He needs to stand up. You yeah. know, the Bays have brought him on as, to come in and play a certain role as a midfielder, and he wasn't getting a lot of time as a midfielder at Norwood, and he's relished it this year. I know that. He's yes. really, really enjoyed it, but it, these are the types of games now you've really got to stand up and stamp your authority on a game of footy and, and let the Bays supporters know exactly why they brought you into their organisation and let Norwood know why they shouldn't have let you go. Interesting, uh, Rossi here, we're seeing the Glenelg midfield just having a, a bit of a team meeting on the outer wing. Around big in semi. A, in a big huddle <laughs> around semi Balderstone. Just having a, a bit of a pre-game chat to how important their roles are today. Oh, they're vital. And uh, I'll tell you the one, the one that's really vital for them is Matty Allen. Yeah. He needs a, he needs a really big game today, Matty. I don't, I, I, obviously, we don't call their games every week, but I haven't, in the games that we have called, I haven't seen him take the game by the scruff of the neck and say, you know, this is my game today and just follow me, boys. Now, it's an old saying in footy. I heard it years ago. The great Andrew McLeod once said when he was doing a bit of a prep talk to the Nord boys before a final in 2012, the team today that has the most players that play a 7 out of 10 game will win this game of footy. You right. don't need 10 out of 10 performances. You don't need 8 or even 9. What we do need is everyone play their role. You'd be 7 out of 10 as a team, you will win this game of footy. So the more who have, the more who have, of the 22 playing today, seven out of ten games, guarantee you that team wins. Well, hopefully you and I can have a, at least a seven out of ten today. I reckon I'm on about a three at the moment. You're so about a six point five I'll, last I'll, week. I'll yeah, pick, bad one last week. Too. I'll, I'll pick, I'll pick my game up by the end of the, end of this. Uh, captain's coming into the middle of the ground. Rory, uh, Rory Ullman tossing the coin for the Double Blues in his 50th game. And Andrew Bradley tossing the coin in his 200th game. Max Browse just hanging around to look good. And Sturt have won the toss, and they will kick to the right of your radio dial or to the Riverbank stand-in here at Adelaide Oval. So uh, Blues draw first blood. Paddy Goldsmith sitting in the uh, sitting in the box with us today behind us. We'll be very happy. The Sturt supporter. I've told him not. He can't. Support you can't barrack. Yeah, you can't can't barrack, mate. This is this is a neutral box until Nord play later on. <laughs> yeah, you might need to chop out and get Paddy in on the mic to uh, get too biased. I've, I've texted every Nord Nord person that I know that I like. Yes. And said I'm on I'm on I'm on yours for another month, <laughs> and I'm off yours. But uh, no, actually, to be honest, boys, I'm really I'm looking forward to this game more than I am the second one, and not because my old club's playing. Um, for a different reason. I, I just, I love the knockout finals. I love there's no tomorrow. And and the, the feeling and the, and the hardness of the footy. It's, it's quite often seen, though, that early in the game it's a bit tentative because you're sort of really feeling each other out. And you quite often watch a, a, a qualifying or a second semi-final and you go, gee, this game looks quicker than the first one or it looks a bit more clean skills and things like that. But that's because there's no tomorrow for one of these two teams. Correct. So you're a little bit... You're, bit nervous around it. All right, let's uh, get your your pick. Who's going to win this game and, and why, Rossi? Uh, purely because they used the Norwood theme song, I'll go the Double Blues. <laughs> I think they'll get up today. That's going to come back. That's going to come back, that one voice. Um, but no, I, I do. I think they... I just think they're a little bit better equipped through the middle of the ground. And I like the movement of their forward line. I, there, there's enough there through some of the young guys to, to kick them a winning score, and I think they'll win by 19 points. There we go. All right, I'll go. Uh, I'll go for the double blues as well, and uh, yeah, I think they'll get the job done. 
and I think it'll just blow out in the end. So it might be a bit more than, I reckon, sort of five or six goals when uh, the game opens up, the game's done, and the last few minutes, generally, uh, team kicks away. Well, there you go, mate. Baze has probably started a little bit different than I thought they would, so... Young Searle and uh, Stretch starting in the ground on the, in the middle of the ground with Snooky. Yep. And obviously McBean, as you mentioned, and uh, for Sturt, Brewer, Lewis. No surprise there. And also no surprise that uh, Battersby's in there as well with Face Barks. Face Barks versus McBean. That's probably the one, isn't it? That's the one that could really set the game up beautifully in the first half. Yeah, if McBean has a good day, Glenelg will be right in this contest. Siren sounds to start the elimination final at Adelaide Oval. The Tigers taking on the double blues. And there's your first bounce, and it's a good one too. Pretty much a dead heat in that first uh, tap. Battersby's on the bottom of that pack, and the umpire will come in and ball it up again. It's a good start from the umpire as well. Oh, man, oh, man at the moment too. No one's sort of sliding behind the footy at all at the moment. Lewis tried to pick up the footy. Searle's on the bottom of the pack. Slimming lays a tackle on him. On the ball. And he is holding the ball. He fell on the footy. Good decision. Battersby was laying a tackle as well. And the Double Blues will get the first free kick of the elimination final. High kick to centre half forward. Wrench and out the back proud. Just push Wrench under the footy a little. And then got the handball to Stretch. Stretch kicks wide. Big fly from Yates. Didn't really do anything. Gave away a free kick, did he? Uh, yes, he did. So, just got in the back of yeah, Steve Slimming. Slimming. Yeah, just... just. In fact, it's uh, Casey Boss is going to get the free kick. It's a bit unlucky there, though, because he did have eyes for the footy. Flat kick inside, forward 50. Ooh. Almost chopped off beautifully by Proud. Hurried kick out of defence. And again, that man Slimming has taken the mark on the outer side. Still outside 50. Now he puts it to the top of the square. Glenelg defenders everywhere and taking the mark, Brady Searle. Pretty Searle short. Pretty footballer, young Brady Searle. Cole Gerloff. He's going to go short again. Riley Holder's taking the mark. Little chip down the line looking for Stag. Good, strong mark from him as well. New Stag. Had a man loose in the pocket. It was Allen. Now the handball back to Yates into the pocket. Reynolds almost had it on the chest. Well done by Wunky. Now Slimming. He's crunched by Stag. Picks up low flat kick towards goal. It's going to bounce. It's going to bounce across the face and roll out of bounds. Last possession rule. Go to the double blues. Reynolds will be a bit disappointed. He dropped that chest mark in the end. Got his both arms around him and it just just slipped out. You sometimes wonder how that can happen, don't you? Such a simple mark to take, but. Anyway, it's easy from here, I know that. Josh Shoot has the ball on the broadcast side at Adelaide Oval. He's just going to kick down the wing. Proud at the back of this pack. Pink came across and thumped it out of bounds. We'll have a ball in. This is the Post Plus sample for the Kia EV6 and Sportage. They are the cars of the year. And for Host Plus, that's a plus. Paul Bonds and Mark Ross with you. Three times already. Sturt had to kick down the line. In fact, it's actually four times, which is not their game. They don't like to do that. They like to be able to chip and run. They haven't been able to do it so far. Or handball and run, and that's because the Bays are set up beautifully behind the ball. Darcy Bailey copped one high, and we'll get the free kick. What a year he's had. Already almost leading their best and fairest, Bailey. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me at all to see him win it this year. He's gone back into defence this year, and 
been very good. Kicks to Horsnell. Hodgman. There's uh, the Kimmy Hodgman lookalike. There's back to Martini. And then short to Yates. So Yates getting a bit of the footy early. Called to play on now. Just moved off his line. And now the switch is on to the outer side. It's got a hit. It's a high kick looking for Parrish. Going back close to the boundary line. He's got some support in Reynolds. Short little kick. Goes back and finds Andrew Bradley. And he's got McBean on. So Glenelg chipping it around early. As they often do. Although that's missed the target. It's allowed Battersby in. The turnover. Goes to centre half forward. Wrench. Did he take the mark? Umpire said yes he did. You get the distance here, Wrench. There's, there's a little bit of a breeze behind him. Two or three kicks that got inside 50. He's going to have to kick it from 55. Decides against it. it and kicked it straight to Matt Allen. Should have gone because I, I saw Battersby's first kick of the day even and it went about an extra five metres. He had no confidence though. So four minutes gone in the first term thanks to budget car and truck rental. Another turnover. Battersby short. Voss Allen with the spoil. Coming through stretch, he was tackled, ball comes loose. It's at centre half back, Brady Searle ran through, tried to take the footy. Scrapper players, contested footy at half forward for the double blues. Now it comes out, umpire's letting it go. Too high. And now there's a high tackle. Good work, Rossi, you're making a couple of good decisions today. <laughs> Cole Gerloff gets the free no, kick for no, the base yeah. centre half back. No, it's just the umpires are making the right ones for a change. Just goes sideways to McBean on the eastern side of Adelaide Oval. Finds Billy Stretch on the wing. And Stretch kicks to a contest. Reynolds is going to fly. Got hands to it. Couldn't complete the mark. Slimming takes it over the boundary line. We'll have a throw in. We're here for the Kia EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. And for Host Plus, that's a plus. We've gone a bit over five minutes in the first term. Thanks to budget. Get on the road faster. 13-27-27. You can really see what Glenelg are doing. It's really man-on-man footy for them today, especially kicking into this slight breeze. Matt Allen from that throw-in. Goes around the corner inside 50. Ball bounced over Hosey's head. Wunky took the footy and was tackled by Riley Holder immediately. The umpire will come in and ball it up. We're about 35 metres out from Glenelg's goal. Straight in front. Bean. A little tap down to Lyons. He was tackled when he went to kick the ball. The ball came loose. Again, it's scrappy stuff early in the elimination final. And the umpire is going to ball it up again as McBean and Guy Page get off the turf here. A bit closer to the goal, about 25 metres out now. Ball went up, ball went down. No one took the footy. Lewis in there for the double blues. And again, we'll have another stoppage. There's another bloke who just got tackled there, young Lions. He needs a big day, doesn't he, Lions? Yeah. Probably hasn't had the year the Bays would have expected. It's always tough in your first year at SA for football. McBean took it out the ruck, snapped towards goal. It's bouncing through for a minor score. So the first score of the elimination final goes to the Tigers. They're one behind Sturt yet to score on the Laurinets Cleaning Scoreboard. Securing workplace safety, Google them today. Bays can keep playing like this for the next six or seven minutes as they have in the first six or seven. They'll be pretty pleased because, as I said, Sturdar kicking with what breeze there is. And the Bays have bottled them up very well. Mark Yates at half back. Good tackle laid on him. That's holding the ball. Tommy Lewis. Jeez, they've missed him. In that middle part of the year when he missed all that footy, they've really missed him. 
goes short to Voss. Not sure if that was required. Called to play kick. on. Flat kick down the line was elite. Hit Slimming on the chest. Broadcast side, Steve Slimming. Goes to Josh Shoot. Should have given then Shoot to Lewis as he was running past. Shoot gets to the lead of Gribble. He takes the mark at half forward. Still close to the boundary line on this western side of Adelaide Oval. Thumps it inside 50. Burrows in a one-on-one -on -one out the back face. Sparks coming in Martini. Bit of composure then. He had to get a hurry kick away. Allowed Brew in. Handball to Hone. Top of the square. Going back. Oh, big clash of bodies. Ball comes loose. Here's Tom Emmett. He picks up the footy. He handballs straight to Reynolds. He was playing for the wrong team for a second. Ends up with Gerloff. Now Snook. And Snook's clearing kick in the middle of the ground. Wunky's going to be the first one there. Well Did done. get a kind bounce, but Smart tapped it to Casey Voss, who found Carruthers, who just dropped the footy. Out of wing. Now squares it up. He did very well. And the mark taken there by Carey, who goes short to Emmett. Emmett short to Battersby. Good first quarter, James Battersby. Flat, wobbly kick towards half forward. Colour tackled by Lewis, and the umpire will come in and ball it up. Not bad skills early, Rossi. Yeah, not too bad. I mean, the nervous energy is certainly there in the first final, and you can you can tell that with the players. Just a couple of turnovers, but as we said, with this tricky win, it's always going to happen. Carruthers snap kick towards the top of the goal square. Proud and Burrows. Burrows fell over. He's in trouble now. Burrows oh. going to be holding the ball. Umpire called pushing the back. Well, he just tripped over. He fell over an ant shaft, and the umpire went with him. That's a terrible decision. Sorry. Yeah, a little bit unlucky, Maxie Proud. He's, oh, he's letting. It's worse when you watch it again. That is a putrid decision. He, he asked the putrid. umpire to watch it on the screen. The umpire denied him that. <laughs> Did not look at the screen at all. The I, up. I wouldn't either. I'm, I just dig a hole and bury myself. That was terrible. So Lucky Burrows is just doing up his shoe, um, and he will have a shot for goal. We've gone nine and a half minutes in the first term, thanks to budget car and truck rental. I'm actually not. He's paid it for pushing the back, but he was nowhere near his back. When you watch it on the replay, he's, he's, he's gone over him, not into him. He literally did trip over his own feet, did big burrows. Just the sorts of decisions when the game's, you know, just going in the base favour with kicking into this breeze that can go against you. So tight angle. 25 metres out, only a couple of metres in from the boundary. Has slotted it. The breeze helped it a bit, but it's a good finish from Lockie Burrows. The first goal on the board of the Double Blues. Their one goal, Blanel the one behind on the Laurenets cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. Yeah, well, it's not uh, it's not Burrows' fault that he was paid the decision. And uh, what a beautiful finish from him by the big fellow. We saw him last week against North Adelaide. He really hurt them. He led strongly out from the, the key position, full forward spot to, to lead at the footy and give his sturt teammates an opportunity to hit him up. He was a really good kick for goal. He kicked 3-1 last week and uh, good start from him. Tr tricky with this breeze as we said. He had to do the old banana. He's done it beautifully. Good start yep. for him. Bad start by that particular umpire. Well, he just made but one bad but decision. He's, but he's uh, entitled to Bonds. We've had a couple of bad ones today already. Ooh, some well, of us I have. have. <laughs> <laughs> Go back in the middle. Sturt, a goal. Glenelg, one behind. Laurenet's cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. It's a good bounce. No one really won it clear. 
Emmett attack the footy. Balls come loose to Horsnell. Goes on the left shoe, down oh, the wing. Colour went back with the flight, but Illman took the footy, burst through in his 50th game. Puts it up for Richards. Oh, just a spoil in there at the last minute. That came. Oh, here we go. Well, it came to Hone, and Hone goes around the corner, gets his second one with the double blues. It was Louis Rayson who got the fist in there, but the ball fell to the advantage of the double blues. It shot out to Hone. He went on the left shoe around the corner. Very dangerous. Josh Hone kicks the second. They're two goals. Well, now one behind. Lauren, it's plenty scoreboard. Google them today. Yeah, caught it well, Bonds. Rainer did everything right. He got his fist to the ball. It was young Matthews. He just scooped on the loose foot. He gave out a really good handball on the left to, to Hone, who... Jeez, he's dangerous around goals. He doesn't miss many young Josh. And, he does uh, not. He slotted there. He actually went over the umpire's head. It was a beautiful kick. And uh, this is what Sturt do, don't they? Bottle it up, bottle it up, get a goal, then suddenly get a bit of momentum. I know you're going to cheat me down for saying this, Bonds, but it comes on the back of a portal. This is what I'm saying. Decisions that are poor sometimes can turn a game of footy. I'm not going to shoot you down for that <laughs> at all. Uh, potential goal of the day for Host Plus. That's Definitely. Plus. Josh Hone, so pencil that one down, Rossi. I'm sure we'll see a lot more before the end of this one. Elimination final. Face marks got up high. Tapped to no one. Lewis, quick hands. And a kick from Dakin to half forward. Marked by Greville. Uh, Polly Gribble. Gribble to the lead in the pocket. Burrows again. Went through his hands. Richards there for support. Goes a short oh. little kick towards goal. It was going to bounce through. But wasn't for Martini. Who got back and rushed it through for a minor score. 2-1 plays one behind on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. It's funny. I didn't think it was the uh, right kick, to be honest. But would have would have looked good if it had gone through. But he probably should have just hit the top of the square and given his teammates a chance. Agreed. Bailey with kicking duties. Now Pink has it. Back to Bradley. Bradley down the line. Oh, nice mark by Hosey. One-hander just showing off for the fans. Now squares it. Dangerous kick. It missed, it missed Searle. Now taken by Emmett. Flat low kick inside 50. Players putting their body on the line. High tackle on Richards. He was low. Martini come in late. and grabbed him around the neck. An easy decision for the umpire. But it was good work initially from Richards who... Put his body in. Yeah, it was. Lucky Hosey. Just. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. I'll just say, Lucky Hosey, that was not the smartest decision for him to make. Kick across ground, into the breeze. Tried to lace out someone in between three other players. Turnover. This will be a goal. Richards does not miss often. So I the blonde one. said often. <laughs> Richards will kick from about 35 straight in front. Made pretty good contact. Umpire missed. has gone running and missed. Give that goal that behind to Mark Ross. That's your first mistake <laughs> for the day. 2-2 two, two plays one behind on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We've gone 14 and a half minutes thanks to budget, car and truck rental. So got it from Bailey and goes short to McBean. Lanoogle just want to hang on to the footy here for a little bit. Stag. Goes short. Colour. Oh, I'm not going to get used to saying that all day. Reed Colour. <laughs> said cool, It is difficult. Yeah. Reed Colour. Go to Searle. Searle dropped the, dropped the chest mark. Coming in strong was Gribble. That was good footy from him. And the ball's held up under a few players. The umpire will come in and ball it up. Sturt fans love the attack of Gribble. And half forward for the base. Broadcast side. There's some holding here the umpire's seen. It's going the way... Oh, big Josh Wrench. 
McBean doesn't know why, but he's got the free kick. He said he just pulled at the jumper. I just reckon I like like the umpires to let those ones go a little bit. It's a final. Come on. It's it's very ticky-touchage when you start playing them. So Wrench goes backwards on the 45 to Wunky. Sam Wunky. Out of sight. It's a one-on-one contest between Voss and Yates. In the end, Yates just shepherded the footy. And the ball's been kicked back to the top of the square. Hosey, big spoil from Wunky. Falls to Carey. And he goes with the outside of the boot towards Gribble. Still at half back. Oh, Gribble had a bit of a fumble. Goes out of bounds. There'll be a ball in about 55 metres around from Glenelg's goal. Professional fumble, I reckon. Professional fumble. Across the line. Some Got the matchups wrong, Bonds, though. Hosey, his opponent is uh, none other than Wonky. <laughs> so Sam Wonky. Kumblis did actually go to Reynolds. McBean takes it out the ruck, just puts it up inside 50. Wonky in a good spot here, takes the mark. He's just over the head of Hosey. Wonky had best position. And he tries to pick off a kick to Brewer. Got a bad bounce. In there was Voss. Somehow it ended up in the hands of Richards. Good spoil from Pink on Burrows. Gerloff taking high free kick. He might reverse this. He is going to reverse it. So Bradley came in and shoved. Oh, no, he isn't. He pointed the other way, the umpire. Yeah, he did. Then changed his mind. Had a change of heart, the man in pink. I think he might have just pointed the wrong way. I think he said, look, he pushed you over. There's nothing in it. But he just happened to point the wrong way. That was all. I'll let him off for that one. I don't normally... Jack Yates kicks to half forward. Edsman back with the flight. And Hosey had to go with the spoil. Goes out of bounds. We'll have a throw in 45 metres around from Glenelg's goal. 17 minutes gone in the first term. Thanks to budget car and truck rental. We're here for the Kia EV6 Sportage Cars of the Year. And for Host Plus, that's a plus. Hosey and Rent, uh, sorry, McBean and Wrench. Wrench took the footy. Hosey laid a big tackle, or McBean laid a big tackle, rather. The Bean. We'll have a ball up. Wrench in front, got the tap down, only as far as Matty Snook. He goes around the corner, top of the square. Ball comes loose to Horsnell on the left. Oh, how about that from Horsnell? Oh, it looked casual, but it was outstanding. Just correct it on the left boot, straight through the middle. Now, if that's not uh, a contender for the host plus goal of the day, that's a plus. I don't know what is. And they get the first goal off the boot of Horstel. Glenelg 1-1, Sturt 2-2 on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. Yeah, wouldn't get a lot of a credit here, but young Searle just, just came into the contest and got a hand to the footy to bring the ball to ground, which gave Horstel the opportunity to actually pick the footy up and snap it on his left. You caught it beautifully again, though, Bonds. It was a it was a beautiful snap around his body on the left to, to go through. But when looking at the replay, it was a two-on-one. Sell, sorry, two Sturt players were going to mark the footy or compete for the footy themselves. And Sell just launched himself at it, got his fist to the ball, which brought it to ground, and that gave the Bays the opportunity to score. So team goal, despite a really good effort by Horseman. Finish was Elite. outstanding. Needed that the Bays. They did. Sturt are going to get the clearance. Face Sparks. Goes inside 50, Hone in front. The spoil from Martini. Butted up again, Martini. Now quick hands from Matthews. Back to shoot. And now standing by himself, Carruthers. Marks at 55 from home. 45 degree angle. Right half forward. 
Too far out to score, goes into the pocket. That's a poor kick, goes out on the full. It's a poor kick because he had no momentum. He tried to basically kick off one and a half steps, which, to be honest, is hard enough for AFL players to do it, let alone at this level. Yeah, Jared Ruffhead's the only one who could do that. Oh, maybe Darren Jarman. Yeah, no, yeah. DJ can do it off one toenail. <laughs> so Glenelg just working kick. the ball out of defence. Kick from Andrew Bradley. Found Reynolds at half-back. Goes short to Martini. Outer side of Adelaide Oval. Eastern side. Martini, again, a chip kick. This is Glenelg's style. They like to hang on to the footy. Share it around. Toby Pink goes short to Yates. Jack Yates goes down the line. He's found Reynolds. Good use of the footy. Good skills. Yates has gone in the hole again, but Reynolds ignores that. And kicks longer to a contest. Hosey's going to fly. Comes off the front of the pack. Face Sparks had it, lost it. Now it's on the bottom of the pack. And the umpire will come in and ball it up. We're just inside 50. Glenelg's forward 50 on about a 45-degree angle. Face Sparks got the tap. Matthews running through. Handball outside to Slimming. He's got a little bit of room. Has a bounce. Bit of a clumsy no bounce. To to. And then just kicks down the line. Oh. It lost it in the sun was Reynolds. So the ball's on the turf. Players dive on top of it and the umpire comes in. So good re result for the Double Blues in the end. 21 minutes gone in the first term. You've got to feel sorry for Reynolds there. <laughs> Someone's yeah. right in his eyes. He's trying to clear it so he could see and the ball just sort of dropped in his lap. Fell through. Stretch to Bailey. Kicks around the corner. Marked by Battersby. Got Casey Voss running by. Gives it to him with the handball. Well, has a bounce, kicks inside forward 50, but too high. Goes over the back, Reynolds. And going to be under pressure here, has to get the kick away and does just in time. Shoot, dive, couldn't take the mark. Might have knocked himself out. Shoot, he's a bit groggy. In fact, it was Richards. And the kick down the line, been marked by Yates, having a good first quarter. Kicks inside forward 50, Wonky. Under pressure from Stag, great tackle, that's holding the ball. The little man on the big man. And Hugh Stagg will go back and have a shot about 35 metres out. Tightish angle, about 48 degrees. Great tackle by young Hugh Stagg. That's why he's in the team. We've spoken about it many a time this year. His forward line pressure's elite. He went off... Uh, he, sorry, he missed it. Uh, was dropped a couple of weeks ago, probably three or four weeks ago now. Back to the twos because he had, had a month. I spoke to Sam Balderstone. He actually said he hadn't laid a tackle or many tackles for a month. Yep. That's why he's in the team. And he's normally a, normally a good finish for goal after putting the, the knockers on Richards. It was young shoot that almost knocked himself out, mate. But yeah, I, caught, I thought it was shooting. When the umpire said, when the, hang on, see what happens here with the Stag's kick. Stag's kick has missed the, the left-hand side. Minor score. Glenelg go to one goal, two. Sturt, two, two. Laurenette's cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. The fixing pill when you knock yourself in the head today is when the uh, doc comes out and says, if you don't get yourself right in 10 seconds, I'm taking you off and you won't play next week. Suddenly the players says, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm for good. It's all good, mate. Don't worry that I just fell over three times as you are trying to get me to my feet. Battersby has it again. I'll get you to check his stats, uh, Rossi. Seemed to have a lot of the footy in the first quarter. It's unusual. Wonky. And short to Gribble. Half back. Left for the double blues. Broadcast side. Really was a great defensive tackle by Hugh Stagg for Murray Pest control. But couldn't finish off his good work. So the switch is on. Wonky 
Missed the target of Edmonds. Ended up in the hands of Face Barks, but intercepted by McBean. Gave it to Matty Snook. He just puts a high one up for Brady Searle. He's going to get to this. No, held up a long way in the breeze and fell short of all players. Now, shoot, tried to break a tackle, and he's holding the ball. Delayed. Lions, handball to McBean from 51 metres. McBean has goal. kicked the goal. The quick release handball. McBean was by himself. From 51 metres, the long bomb puts Glenelg's second goal on the board. They've tied it up 2-2 apiece on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. And you're going to laugh at this when the scores are even. Glenelg are winning this game at the moment, and they're winning it Agreed. defensively. Um, they've been really, really good. Still had that five minutes of play, one from a, a, a great kick from Burrows, and then Hone got one a minute later. But the rest of the game, the Bays have defended extremely well. The tackling pressure around the contest is excellent. And you mentioned that the, the, the skill level early was good, but there's just been a couple of turnovers that have cost both teams goals the other way, and that one in particular. What I liked about that, though, is the Bay's got the ball moving. Moved it quick, gave themselves an opportunity to score, and they are kicking into at least a two-goal breeze. Bounce Burrows into the ruck for Sturt. He might win this too, although Lyons was the first one there to pick up the scraps, try to get the handball to Bailey, now got going off the ground. Battersby, Richards inside forward 50. He's tackled, he's under pressure. Umpire's hovering and is going to ping him holding the ball. Well, he went to ground, and that, that umpire's been pretty consistent with that for most of the year. If you go to ground, you lose your feet. You're going to be pinged, and Parrish won the free kick for the base. That was a good decision by the umpire. Sideways to Reynolds, down the line. Excellent kick. <laughs> Looking for Searle. Chopping in the arms by Edmonds. Searle will get the free kick. One little criticism of Sue, even though he got the free kick there in the end, it's a little bit rip shit or you know what? He just, it's its all or nothing at times. He just needs to, to learn his craft about control. A Reynolds more. went onto his wrong side, which is his right. And the umpire's seen something here. He's going to report Luke Reynolds for hitting Steve Slimming. It's not the uh, first time Steve, Steve Slimming's been on the other end of a report. Won't be the last either. <laughs> Just the antagoniser, Steve Slimming. Steve Slimming would have used to he'd beat up his little sister and then complain to his mum that she hit him back. I'm telling you now. <laughs> 25 minutes gone in the first term. We're here for the Kia EV6 Sportage Cars of the Year and for Host Plus, that's a plus. Kick down the line. Oh, oh Maxi Proud lost it in the sun, went through his hands and out of bounds. And did get a hand on it, apparently. Oh. So it will be a free kick to Matty Snook. Last touch rule. Plan that, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> He's down to a pack. Down the wing. Battersby front and centre. Ball came out to Edmonds. He walked it across the boundary line. We'll have it a throw in. Right in front of your SENSA commentary position. We're here for Host Plus. That's a plus. Paul Bonds and Mark Ross with you. Elimination final. Good crowd in now, Bonds. It's a good crowd. Yeah. As we said, so there should be. No footy this weekend in the AFL. Four... Two good games, four good teams. So a quick kick from Bailey down the line. Brady Searle was in front. Out the back, Josh Shoot for the double blues. Turned it over, kicked it straight to Cole Gerloff. We're going to got a hard hit in the head when we realise Shoot. That's his third mistake in the last two minutes. So Gerloff puts it inside 50. And getting hands to it with Hosey, but the siren sounds. And there's a bit of push and shove here between Kumblis and Hosey. 
But at quarter time, doesn't get any closer than this. 2-2 two, two apiece on the Lorinex Cleaning Scoreboard. Great start to the Host Plus Sample Finals. We'll take a break and come back for the second quarter action here on your home of sport, SENSA. Introducing the all So tight angle, 25 metres out, only a couple of metres in from the boundary, has slotted it. The breeze helped it a bit, but it's a good finish from Lockie Burrows. The first goal on the board of the Double Blues. Down the wing, Culler went back with the flight, but Illman took the footy burst through in his 50th game. Puts it up for Richards. Oh, just a spoil in there at the last minute. Oh, here we go. Although it came to Hone, and Hone goes around the corner, gets his second one with the Double Blues. French in front, got the tap down, only as far as Matty Snook. He goes around the corner, top of the square. Ball comes loose to Horsnell on the oh, left. Oh, how about oh, that from Horsnell? Oh, it looked casual, but it was outstanding. Welcome back to Adelaide Oval. Quarter time here, and it's 2-2 apiece on the Lorinex Cleaning Scoreboard. Rossi, let's have a look at some stats at quarter time, please. Yeah, so individually-wise for the Bays, they've had a host of players on six and five possessions. So Matty Allen... Darcy Bailey, Liam McBean and Luke Reynolds have all had six possessions in that first quarter, whilst Andrew Bradley, Cole Gurloff, Matty Snook and Billy Stretch all had four. I thought Liam McBean was really, really important that quarter, though, against Faye Sparks. For the Double Blues, no surprise, you mentioned him during the call of the game. James Battersby's had nine possessions, including three clearances and five tackles in that time. And Tommy Lewis has had six possessions as well, including three clearances and four tackles as well. So Casey Voss been pretty busy off halfback with five, and Wonky's doing a pretty good job on Hosey so far with five disposals as well. Alright, and we are here for the Kia EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year and for Host Plus, that's a plus. Paul Bonds and Mark Ross calling all the sample action for you. It's elimination final. And we're tied at 2-2 two, two apiece. Yeah, and just quickly in the cricket too, Zimbabwe all out for 200 in the 47th 48th over. They so lost they six for 16. Six. And big Cam Green took Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer 33 off nine overs. Bad performance for a batsman. Yes. So the umpire holds the ball in the air to start the second quarter. Face Parks up against McBean. As the crowd is, keeps continuing to build here at Adelaide Oval. Fantastic day for footy. Face Parks won the tap to Lewis. Quick hands to Battersby. The kick inside, forward 50 in the Burroughs direction. One grab, two grab, three grabs. He's taken the mark in front of Pink and will go back and have a shot from just inside 50. On about a 45. It's a big boy, isn't he? Big Burrows. And he's just starting to get some consistency in his game. He's only 21 years of age, you know. He's got plenty of time on his side to, to really develop. So, you definitely get the distance here. Here's a thumping kick normally, Lockie Burrows. But, uh, good start to the double blues, gets the clearance, hit their forward. Kicks from right on 50, plenty of distance, not the accuracy, misses to the left-hand side. Stead hit the front, they're two goals three. Glenelg two goals two on the Lorinex cleaning scoreboard, securing workplace safety, Google them today. Two misses to that end now where they've just pulled to the left. I was just watching the flags on the scoreboard. I reckon they've changed. They've changed a little bit, they're starting to flutter back towards the, the left of the dial. Big kick down the middle of the ground. Hosey takes the mark, plays on quickly. Got the kick to half forward. They're cutting off Page. He, it must have been touched off the boot because he released the quick handball to Voss, Ooh. who just put a high kick into the middle of Adelaide Oval. McBean, sweeping handball outside to stretch. Now Bradley kicks in the... I think that's uh, 
Horse Chandler. Oh, Chandler, sorry. It is Chandler. So Chandler's taking the mark just outside 50 on the far side of Adelaide Oval. Squares the ball Check. to the centre and hits Hosey on the chest. 35 metres out, straight in front. Hosey ain't passing this one off. He'll go back and have a set shot. And really, should just put through the goal for Glenelg. What I really liked about Chandler then was he took a really good mark. It was a three-on-one, beautiful kick to him. Took the chest mark, and then he was busy. He got up, darted around with his eyes to have a look. Saw Hosey lead straight out, straight down the middle of the ground, and he hit him with a beautiful kick. And we've said twice already today, he won't miss, the player won't miss this one, so Hosey won't miss this one. Ends up kicking from about 45 metres, and it. the umpire goes <laughs> running a long way. <laughs> Mark Ross puts the mockers on him once again. Minor score. 2-3 two, plays 2-3. Two, Lauren X landing scoreboard. Google them today. It's funny how blokes like Hosey like to point to the crowd when they kick a goal. When they <laughs> kick a point, they don't say anything. Hands in the pockets. Yeah. What'd I do? What'd I do? Page just took some time and then turned it over. It was a scrappy oh, kick. Now the handball comes to Hugh Stagg. He goes around the corner and kicks the goal. Well, it was a poor error from Guy Page. You don't see that very often. And Hugh Stagg, standing all by himself, kicked the goal around the corner. They're 3-3. Glenelg Sturt are 2-3 on the Laurenets Cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. It was just a, just a bad kick in. It's, this is what happens. It actually hit Allen's square on the chest. And really good handball out to Huey Stagg, who snapped around on his right pretty easily for him in the end. Bread and butter sort of stuff for young Hugh. And you always feel for the defenders when they're kicking out. That happens to a certain degree. I mean, there's not much you can do. It's just one of those moments in footy. Three and a half minutes gone in the first, in the second term. Thanks to budget. Get on the road faster. 13-27-27. Face Barks won the tap in the middle. McBean had the footy, lost the footy. And a big tackle laid. The umpire will come in and ball it up. Lions wanted a free kick through the head back. Umpire was having none of it. McBean got the tap down straight to Lewis. Lewis kicks forward. Good Gribble mark. takes a nice mark. Still inside the centre square, Ollie Gribble. Parrish on him today. Kicks into the pocket. Hone and a wrestle. Coming out was Maxi Proud. Used the body well. Snook was there. Bailey over the top horse. Ooh, supporting Proud. He's back onto his wrong side and kicks it out on the full. And then apologises to his teammates. So, dead smack centre wing, Casey Boss will have the free kick for the double blues. Made a change too. Proud's gone on to Burrows instead of uh, Pink. And Burrows takes, almost takes the mark. Proud got there late, put the pressure on, and comes off hands, goes out of bounds about 55 metres around from the double blues goal. We're here for the Kia EV6 and Sportage, the cars of the year, and for Host Plus, that is a plus. Uh, must have just been in, the, in that passage of play. Pink's gone back to Burrows now. I didn't think Pink had done a bad job, so... Must have just been a handover in the passage of play. Face Barks got the front position, tried to get it to Lewis. Lewis just goes off the ground. Gribbles there. McBean goes to ground. He has to get the ball out there, McBean. He might be in a bit of trouble here. Umpire says, give it to me. Inside forward 50, about 40 metres out from Glenelg's goal. About 10 metres in from the boundary on the western side of Adelaide Oval. Pink doing the ruck work in defence. Slimming ducked his head. Now he's in trouble. Umpire said, no, he's not. Give it to me. Lucky there, Steve Slimming. He just 
went to ground with the footy. He gets a lot of lucky things now, Steve. Burrows got the tap down. Out the back to stretch. Now Snoop. Matty Snoop, high kick. Down the wing. Yates was flying, came off his hands and out of bounds. We'll have another throw in right in front of your SENSA commentary position. We're here for the Kia EV6 and Sportage. They are the cars of the year. And for Host Plus, that's a plus. And we've gone about six minutes in the second term. Budget car and truck rental clock. McBean won the tap from the throw in. Stretch again, trying to get the footy out. Falls to Brewer, underground handball to shoot. Might get it back here, Brewer. He's tapped, tapped to his own advantage. Horstel did well. Stood up. He was tackled. Comes to Battersby. Brewer sold some candy. Kick smothered from Lewis. Now at half back, just trying to break a tackle. Matty Allen did well to Rayson. Goes short to Bradley, who takes a diving mark. And he'll just steady here, Andrew Bradley. And look for some options. Keep possession of the footy. And it was an excellent kick. Pounds Tate finds Toby Pink. Who goes 25. to Rayson. He's going to get a 25 metre. It's a couple of players were standing on the mark. Brings him up to centre wing, Toby Pink. Who kicks long to Matt Allen. It's a two against one. And in comes Yates to help out and streams away with the footy. Squares it in the Reynolds direction. Off hands. Edmonds claiming the mark. Wasn't paid back to Coombless, high kick centre half back, big pack of players, running through Matthews did well, dodged around a couple, got the handball out to Brewer he kicks to half forward and Max Proud read it best, marks it in front of Wrench now Maxi Proud wants to go straight away switch it to the broadcast side Martini, has got Stretch, finds him now Billy Stretch Kicks to Matty Snook. He's got to go. Oh, good courage from Snook. Illman was coming the other way. He copped at Matty Snook, but he'll be straight up. Tough as nails. Came off hands and went out of bounds. Will be a throw in. Sturt fans don't like it, but clearly came off hands. Might have a bit of blood nose here, Matty Snook, so he's coming off. Yeah, it'd be fair to say his teammate Stretch set him up a little bit then with that yeah. kick. It just wasn't ideal. He needed to put it more in front of him by another about three or four metres so Snooky could run onto it rather than try and lace him out. Throw in, face Bart's got to the front, tapped it towards the boundary that's line again. Battersby tapped it straight so, out of bounds. So deliberate, and that silly umpire that made that bad decision earlier is standing right there. Right in front of it. Should have been deliberate. Anyway, we'll throw it in. Make the right decision, you fool. We've gone eight and a half minutes in the second turn. Budget, car and truck, rental clock. Face Bart's took it out of that ruck contest. Kicks down the line, Gribble, used the body well, took the mark. He had Tom Emmett on, but went shorter to Richards. Tom Emmett still over the back, wants it in long. Richards goes now, but he might have waited a bit too long. Proud there with the spoil. Big Maxi lays a tackle on Matthews, and uh, we'll have a ball up. Looked busy Tackle's down there, Matthews, though, hasn't he? He's looked dangerous when the ball hit the ground as Matthews. It's clever. Oh, Burrows out of the air. tried to kick it out the air. Came to Josh Hone, who hit the post. Little snap from the little Sturt champion. They go to two goals, four. Glenelg 3-3 on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. 
It's, it's, I know it's choppy, but that wind has certainly changed the direction. It's certainly going far more yeah, across the ground and to the left of the dole than it was earlier on. That can happen at this time of the year, coming into spring. Darcy Ooh. Bailey, kick in. Got to Yates on the bounce. Showed a bit of composure. Now kicked a high kick into the centre of the ground. Wonky and Kumblis combined. Kumblis back to centre half forward. But it's all Glenelg here. But running through Matthews. You just said his name. Here he is again. Gave the handball to Hone. Hone went to ground. Max Proud dragged it back in underneath him. And the umpire will come in. We'll have a ball up. Two players have struggled a little bit. Emmett and Emmett and uh, Wrench probably need to get into the game a little bit more for Sturt. It's tough, as we said, for forwards today, but they've got the agility to be able to move around that forward line and create a little bit of havoc, and they need to start moving. Lewis got the handball to Matthews. The underground kick to Gribble. Handball back to Lewis. Oh. Lewis on the outside of the boot. The little check side goes through the middle. Tommy Lewis gets Sturt's third goal. They go to third. Three goals, four. Glenelga, 3-3. Three, three. On the Balfour scoreboard, Balfour's are for the game, and there's another contender for the goal of the day, thanks to Host Plus. I've run out of paper already for goal of the day. <laughs> a lot of space I'd like to write. What a terrific goal. A great handball by Grivel. He took the ball yep. really cleanly in front of uh, Parrish then. One great clean take, quickly handballed it off to, to Lewis, who snapped on his left from that left forward pocket and curled it around beautifully. I've liked Grivel's game. I've just mentioned Emmett and Richards, and they need to get him a little bit more involved. But Grivel's been really busy. He's been working tirelessly in that forward 50 arc. Playing more up the ground, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, playing more up the ground, which is a little bit easier. There's no doubt about that than once you become deep. But uh, good game of footy, this. Both teams have... Yep. Pressure around the ball's been excellent. There's been some mistakes by them, by, by both team and some individual players, by some umpires, by some commentators. I love it. This is what I like. We'll have a recall. We're here for the Kia EV6 Sportage Cars of the Year and for Host Plus. That's Plus. Budget car and truck rental clock. We've gone 11 and a half minutes in the second term of the elimination final. We'll have another stoppage in the middle of the ground. These players dive on top of the burley. I figured out a way we could add another seven minutes to the game of footy bonds. How's that, Rossi? Umpires didn't run away from the football. <laughs> have to run back so far. <laughs> I actually like them having a bit of room to make a decision. No, I, I don't like them too I, close just, to the footy. I'm just picking but them because right. they're in pink. <laughs> but we they, love the pink, don't we? I do actually, because it's really it's noticeable. Riley Holder into the ruck for Glenelg. Horsnell goes off the ground, gains about 30 metres to half forward. Kumblis tried to attack the footy, it bounced the wrong way. Hosey over the top, got a free kick. Lucky. So Hosey, long way from home, flat kick into the pocket, straight to Illman. He's done that twice now, Hosey. Just... He kicked it to where he wanted the player to Bloody run game. without the player actually running there. Yeah, I sometimes think his brain works at triple the speed of anybody else. So, Illman, high ball, down this broadcast oh, side. Wrench takes a strong contested mark. Like we are just talking about. That's, that's what he can do. Do forget sometimes. He's only 19 years of age, young Wrench. Good solid build. Oh, he's a huge human being. It's in the Burroughs direction. Comes off the hands, close to the boundary line. Richards keeps it in. That was good work from him. Emmett in, got the handball to Gribble. Hurried kick has been marked by Max Proud. Chopped off. Now Proud wants to go to Matt Allen, back in his defensive 50. Okay. Takes the mark. He's got Reed Colour on, and it's an excellent kick. Oh, just missed him in the end. Coming through is Searle. Somehow handballed it to Colour. He kicks down the line. 
And the mark's taken by Yates, or is it Reynolds? I think it's Reynolds, it mate. It is Reynolds. So Luke Reynolds, centre wing, eastern side of Adelaide Oval. Good numbers out there too. Good, a lot of fans in early for this one. Yates is in that pack. Carruthers is there for the double blues. He has the footy. He's tackled. Umpire is going to ping him here. Just hovering, still hovering. Umpire took a year to give that free kick. Another good tackle from Hugh Stagg. Wins the free kick, goes away. Kicks it inside, Ford 50 hose. He has a bit of a fly. Richards gets back and takes the intercept mark. But it was an excellent tackle and a good defensive effort again from Murray Pest control by Hugh Stagg. And the ball is just held up inside 50. And the umpire will come in and ball it up. What's keeping the Bays in this game really well today, though, is their ability to be able to tack and stick the tackles against Sturt. They've been excellent in that area. Sturt haven't been poor, but the Bays have been really good. Matt Allen from 52. That's Flat kick towards goal. It's going to bounce across oh. the face. Looked like off of the boot. It was going straight through. Through for a minor score. So we're tied away at 3-4 apiece on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. 14, almost 15 minutes gone, thanks to budget car and truck rental. Uh, kick out to the outer wing, Toby Pink. Used the body well against Burroughs and took, in the end, an uncontested mark as Burroughs fell over. No easy feat, though, to our body Burroughs. Wobbly kick to centre-half forward. Wrench went with the one hand. Riley Holder tried to tap it through his legs. And again, the umpire will come in and we'll have another stoppage. Can't pick a winner at this stage. We're tied away at 22 apiece. Great contest in the elimination final. It's only going to get hotter as we go into the second quarter. Max Proud takes a nice contested mark against Gribble. Now kicks into the pocket to the leading hose, or Reynolds it was. Lost it in the sun. And Horstel sees it over the boundary. 40 metres around from Glenelg's goal. A couple of times the Suns Third been time. It's the third time in this game. Yep. It's uh, Reynolds twice. I think it's happened with yep. Reynolds and once with um, Maxi Proud. So boundary throw in. Wrench and Holder. No clear winner there. Battersby on his hands and knees. Got a push in the back, said the umpire. So I was just watching their slimming hit Goloff three times. Nothing nothing vicious, but just little things. Now, if Goloff had turned around and hit him, I know what happened. Yeah. Slimming would have gone down and got a free. Is that smart? He's a pesty fly that you just <laughs> want to swat away. Uh, and the Sturt fans love him. Yeah, that probably explains why they were pretty blue. Centre wing, grandstand side. Broadcast side. Grandstands everywhere here at Adelaide Oval. <laughs> Snook got the handball out to Horsnell. Kick to centre half forward. Coombs oh. in the middle. Big fly from Reynolds. Chandler there for the Bays. He's wrapped up in a tackle by Page. And the umpire will ball it up. Centre half forward for the Tigers. 3-4 apiece on the Laurinets cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. It's a big leap by that pack. All the boys went up. McBean still in the ruck. Hasn't had much of a rest. Lions did well. The handball to stretch. Now the kick inside 50. Oh, back, going, backing back and taking a contested mark was Casey Voss. What a great grab that was. Oh, he's in trouble though. The hurried kick away. It's called to play on. Snoop bounced off his chest. 
going to get ground wrench. Parrish running through. Snook handled it to Dakin. Dakin went again after his handball was smothered, then turned it over to Matt Allen in the middle. Great tackle from Matthews, although just shrugged at the end. Kicked inside 50. Searles there, so is Reynolds. Diving on top of the foot, he might be in a bit of trouble here. Umpire crosses himself. Just give it to me. Rory Ullman on the bottom of the pack, thought he dived on it. Umpire gave him the benefit of the doubt, so we have a stoppage just inside Glenelg's 50. Tap from McBean to Lyons will result in another ball up. 18 minutes gone in the second term. Budget car and truck rental clock. Battersby, another clearance from him. And a lovely kick to Gribble on the lead. Centre wing, broadcast side. It's killed Parrish, this kid, hasn't he? He has. His kick is horrible, <laughs> though. He goes out on the full. Talk him up, Rossi, and he lets you down. Yeah, this breeze is a lot trickier yeah. than, than we've realised when we felt. We, we always said it could be a little bit tricky, and it's been times today for both clubs that it hasn't, hasn't been great. There's another example. Pink hits Lewis out. Problem is, Lewis doesn't play for him. Pretty well read by Tom Lewis. He goes short to Page. Page just weighing his option. He had Carruthers, ignored that. Goes short, Dakin. On the Host Plus sample logo. Western side of Adelaide Oval. 19 minutes gone. In the second term, we're tied at 22. Thanks to Host Plus, that's a plus. Paul Bonza, Mark Ross with you. Double Blues just being a little careful here. A few short chip kicks. Carruthers on the lead, Illman. Good work from Searle. Illman broke the tackle though. Runs away, kicks to the top of the square. In a good spot, face marks. Great use of the body from Matt Allen. Contested mark from him, plays on quickly. Bad kick. Out the other side. Have to do some work now, the Bays. McBean tried to get it to Culler. Culler went to ground. Sturt defender held his feet. Dakin gave it to Emmett. His shot at goal is across the face and out of bounds. Be a last possession rule. Free kick to Glenelg. Just got a bit... I, I'm just wondering whether the players are a little bit tired coming towards halftime. There seems to be a few errors at the end of this quarter. Yeah, it's also it's a warm day too. Yep. It's going to get up to 22 degrees, which you know we haven't seen you know for six months really, have we? Three or four months. So we're tough out there. As I said, the tackling's excellent by both teams. Lions handball up to Chandler. Got a free kick. Up by call play on. Up by stole. The player stopped. Wonky stopped. Hosey ended up picking up the footy and dribbling one around the corner. Oh, that's pretty easy for Lockie Hosey. Hard for everyone else. No, that's, a, that's poor umpiring. Well, everyone stopped yeah. on the ground. You, you can't have everyone stopping and one player being 10 metres in front of the other and then calling play on. You, you, that's Anyway, he made a mistake. We'll move on. But it, uh, it's, it's, that's another goal that's cost... This time it's a stair footy club, so we'll call it even. <laughs> So, one apiece. Hosey. One apiece. Hosey gets his first on the Lorenz cleaning scoreboard. Glenelg 4-4. Sturt 3-4. We've gone 21 minutes in the second term. I saw the umpire. Two, two or three base players, including Maxi Proud, went over to the umpire and said, what the? Sorry, uh, Sturt players. And um, I can't believe the way Hosey was celebrating. Though. Seriously, mate. Get a grip of yourself. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, the umpire just basically shook his head and put his arms out and said, look, I thought it was fair play. I might have made a mistake. Move on. 
Tom Lewis gets a clearance for the double blues. Face Barks in front of Toby Pink. Gets a good bounce. Hamble tried to find home. Couldn't get there. Matthews tackled by Bradley. Umpire will come in and ball it up. They're winning the centre clearances, Sturt, aren't they? They're yeah, well, that, in the middle. that's that's the area of the ground that they've they've probably been poor for most of the year, to be honest. But their defence is so good at what they do that they're, they're able to make up for it. It's a bit like the old Geelong style. Remember, they used to be terrible with centre bounce clearances, as did Hawthorne for many periods yes. of play, but still managed to win games of footy. Face pass got the tap straight to Horsnell. Kimmy Hodgman kicks down the line. <laughs> Centre week. I've got you calling it. Riley Holder. Just, that was just for you. <laughs> McBean down the line. Reynolds taking high free kick. Luke Edmonds just infringed. Luke Reynolds. State supporters will just be getting a little bit jittery at the moment with some of the umpiring decisions. Flat kick read by Page. Well done by Page. He won the free kick, but he probably took the mark if, uh, if Hosey didn't come in late. But again, courage to just stand in the hole and take the grab. Great defensive effort for Murray Pest control from Guy Page. Did pretty well then by Hosey as well, yep. though. He, he didn't he didn't do a lot wrong. He only just got him high. Really tried to bring the ball to ground. He's pretty happy about it too, Hosey. Short. <laughs> to shoot. What I do? What I Half do? back. Western side of Adelaide Oval. Short to Battersby. This will be possession number 14 for him. Leads everyone on the ground. His partner in crime, Tom Lewis. Brewer, strong mark in a pack. Sam Brewer, the 19-year-old, swings around on his right boot. Puts it up for Wrench. The help comes. Good spoil from Billy Stretch. Now it falls to Josh Hone. Backing Great back. Kick. Kicks to the centre of the ground. Slimming has to go. Did well, and so did Reynolds. Coming with the spoil. Matthews, this way, dodged a tackle. Elite handball to Slimmy. Oh, a crunching tackle! That's holding the ball. How about that from Martini? That was a certain goal. And Alex Martini just blindsided Stephen Slimming. And for Murray Pest Control, that is the best defensive effort of the day so far. What about that, Rossi? Oh, it was brilliant because it got Slimming. It was just crazy. Legally. <laughs> Legally just brought him to the ground with everything he had. Oh, kick taken by, the marks uh, taken by Riley Holder at half forward. Got there in a hurry. There was two kicks. And Holder oh, running it in, Alan, back one in one. space. He thinks he's got the distance here, Riley Holder. He's going to kick from probably about 51, 52 metres. He's a thumping kick, but I just don't know if the breeze is doing enough to that end anymore. Look, mate, they're in a better position than we are in regards to what it's actually doing and not doing down there. But this is this, he's going to have to kick this from 53, 53 metres, 52, 53 metres. To give Glenelg a 12-point lead. He does kick from 52. Has it got the distance? It's there. No. Coombless dropped the mark on the line. In fact, it was Voss. Now it goes rushed through for a point by Guy Page. So Glenelg go to four goals, five. Sturt, three goals, four. Balfour's scoreboard. They are for the game. Yeah, it was just it was just that five metres too far out, right? You've got, to, got to be a little bit more aware of what you can and can't do. Oh, Guy Page again has scrubbed one out from full back. Bradley, Hamble missed the target. Sturt have got some numbers. Coombless, Battersby. Goes around the corner. Glenelg have the numbers here. Toby Pink under pressure. Got the Hamble in the Bradley direction. McBean comes in. He's tackled and the umpire says, give it to me, blokes. We'll ball it up. 
Just a couple of handballing errors again. Kicks here and there. As we said, the conditions must be pretty tough. Stretch gave it to Snoop. Snap kick inside forward 50. Now a handball to Holder in the pocket. He nearly missed the footy altogether. Kumblis conceding another behind as he taps it through for a minor score. Linnell go to four goals, six, dirt three, four. 25 and a half minutes gone, second term. It's got a couple of concerns at the moment, Sturt, haven't they? They just can't get their, their ball movement game going at all. And I've said it three or four times today, and I'll say it again. The Bays defensively today have been excellent. They have. Casey Voss, long Good kick mark. out. Good mark by Wrench. In a pack in front of Maxi Proud. Nickname would have to be Spanner, wouldn't it? Along those lines. <laughs> so the Spanner puts it down the line. The siren sounds for halftime. Face Parks is claiming the mark. Umpire said, no, you took it after the siren sounded. He was going to have a shot from about 80 metres out. Face Parks. So, great first half of footy. Glenelg leading at 4.630. Sturt 3.422. We'll take a break and come back for the halftime show. This is the Host Plus sample on your home of sport, SENSA. Victor Sports Club supplies hockey. You're listening to the Host Plus Sample Final Series for Host Plus. That's a plus. And Kia, the EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Page just took some time and then turned it over. It was a scrappy kick. Now the handball comes to Hugh Stag. He goes around the corner and kicks the goal. Well, it was a poor error from Guy Page. You don't see that very often. The underground kick to Gribble. Handball back to Lewis. Lewis on the outside of the boot. The little check side goes through the middle. Tommy Lewis gets Sturt's third goal. Lions handball up to Chandler. Got a free kick. Up by call play on. Up by Stoll. The players stopped. Wunky stopped. Hosey ended up picking up the footy and dribbling one around the corner. Oh, that's pretty easy for Lockie Hosey. Hard for everyone else. Welcome back to Adelaide Oval. Half time here and Glenelg have the lead. Four goals, 6.30. Eight point leaders over the Double Blues. 3-4-22. And this is the halftime show for Host Plus. An industry super fun for all Australians and for Kia. Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage, they are the cars of the year. Paul Bonzer, Mark Ross with you. Rossi, let's have a look at some stats at halftime, please. Yeah, well, the eight-point margin probably represents the statistics as well because they're really, really even. We did call during the quarter, Bonds, that the clearances are something we felt that Sturt were well in front of. That's only through the centre of the ground there. They're only plus three in clearances, so okay. it's, it's pretty even around the ground. In fact, the Bays are doing very well around the ground. It's only the centre bounce themselves they're struggling with. For the Glenelg Football Club, Matty Snook had a really good first half with his 12 disposals, including three clearances. Matty Allen was excellent, particularly in that quarter with his 11 disposals. He's had two clearances as well. Darcy Bailey's been busy across halfback with his 10 disposals. Billy Stretch has also had 10. He's been really busy, Billy. If he could just fix his kick up, you know, 5% more, Billy, he'd be such a slightly more valuable player. Uh, Andrew Bradley's been excellent across half-back with nine. I've liked Cole Gerloff and Corey Lyons as well, who both had nine. And young Hornsnell, who are... Uh, Hornsnell? Sorry, Hornsnell. Hornsnell, who I think's been excellent. My little Kimmy Hodgman looked like with his eight disposals as well. For Sturt, James Battersby's had his normally effective 15 disposals, including eight tackles and five clearances, if you don't mind. Tommy Lewis has been busy with 13 and that terrific left-foot goal in that quarter. Guy Page has had 10 across half-back. Casey Voss, good quarter that quarter. He's had 10 disposals. Eight of them being kicks. Uh, Brewer, Dakin and Grivel have also had eight as well. And Goal kickers, you want to give them to you while I'm here? 
Yeah, go for it. So for the Bays, Hornsnall's had Corsnall, Hosing, McBean and Stagg have all kicked one, whilst for Sturt, Burrows, Hone and Tommy Lewis. All right, goal of the day for Host Plus and Industry Super Fund for all Australians. Uh, Rossi, there's been a few to choose from. We have. We've had the Matthews goal in the first quarter. Um, Voss's goal as well. We've had Lewis's goal. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go Lewis at the moment. I thought it was a really good goal on the left. Okay, and best defensive play for Murray Pest Control. Play Pest at their own game with the team from Murray's. Yeah, plenty of them as well. But the uh, second quarter tackle uh, from... I've got who's from now Martini. on Slimming. Martini. That's the one I'm thinking of, mate. Martini's tackle on Slimming. I tell you now, it wins. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the cricket, Australia need 201 runs to win from their 50 overs. I just want to mention also they paid a fantastic tribute to Andrew Simons. Obviously, uh, Townsville boy. Um, the family was there. His uh, blue heelers were out on the ground. His uh, cray pot and, his, and the hat, the that he used to wear all the time. His favourite fishing hat was uh, put near the pitch as well. So uh, a fantastic tribute to a gentleman that's gone too soon from yes. our uh, sporting lives. One of my favourite all-time cricketers, Andrew Simon. I just love yep. watching him. Everyone talks about his batting, but he could bowl and his fielding was elite. Yep. Just one of the best fieldsmen. And his bump, his, that famous bump when he was batting on the, on, on the streaker is legendary. It is. All right, uh, let's take a break and uh, come back for the second half action. It's the Tigers leading by eight points. Elimination final. Host plus sample on your home of sport, SENSA. Welcome back to the magnificent Adelaide Oval halftime here. And the Tigers lead it by eight points. 4-6-30. Sturt 3-4-22. And the Laurinex cleaning scoreboard. They are securing workplace safety. You can Google them today. A fantastic company. They've been with us all year, Laurinex cleaning, and we thank them for their support. Rossi, um, Glenelg, just a, a slim lead at halftime. You still like the double blues? You picked them before I, the game. You're yeah. still happy to stay with them? But I think Glenelg yeah, are playing some pretty good footy. I haven't but. liked really what I've seen from the double blues in the yep. first half. I, I don't think they're playing anything near what they did last week. It's funny, all, all during the week, I, mean, I think I mentioned it to you, and I've said this to a few others, the double blues record in the, against the Bays in the last couple of years has not flashed. They've had a couple of close games, but the Bays seem to have their numbers. And you can see why today... Um, defensively, Sturt don't like playing against them um, because the Bays defend so well and Sturt haven't really been able to get their ball movement going at any stage. But there's a long way to go. I'll still back them from here. I mean, there's a long way to go. As I just, just mentioned. But, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, people, for laughing. Bonds has made uh, putting, uh, putting the lid back on the uh, Mount Franklin bottle look like he's trying to dig for gold in the <laughs> middle of the Grand Canyon. It's become uh. very difficult. But... Um, they just need to get a little bit of more faster ball movement going, I think, Sturt. That's when they look their best. That five-minute passage of play they had in the first quarter, they suddenly looked really dangerous when the ball was in there quick and Hone and Matthews and the likes were able to go to get to work. So um, they need to probably produce a little bit more of that and a little bit less of chipping it around. We'll uh, be bringing you every sample final on SENSA, but we've got oh, a couple of news that we found out a couple of weeks ago. We're going to do a big pre-game show on grand final day. We'll be sitting in the South Plaza. And we mentioned, uh, I think it was last week, we mentioned we might have a guest with us. We, I can confirm that guest now. It will be Bryce Gibbs. So Bryce Gibbs will be joining us grand final day. 
as uh, a rose between two th two yes, thorns. The great man Bryce Gibbs, <laughs> uh, looking forward to that. So grand final day be myself, Rossi, and uh, Gibber. Yeah, no, looking forward to it, and uh, that pre-show be a lot of fun too. You know, get some special guests on and have a really good chat to a number of coaches and admin staff and SANFL celebrities in regard about the year and what's unfolded and what we can look forward to for 2023. Player team sitting in the wings this week, having a week off, um, who probably halfway through or at the end of their game, they probably thought they weren't going to have a week off last week is North Adelaide. And then Port Adelaide did them a big favour and knocked off the Crows, which meant they finished top and get the week off. Uh, are they still your favourite to take the whole thing? Uh, uh, yeah, but only just. I, I think them and Nord are the two best teams. Yep. Um, and I'd be surprised if they're not playing in the grand final. But um, they're, they're very different. North are a lot more exciting to watch, take the game on. Um, speed. What they don't have, though, that North do is I don't believe their midfield works anywhere near as hard both ways. Yeah. I think North work very, very well forward as a, as a midfield unit. I think they defend well as a mm. team, but I, I think their midfield in particular works very well going forward. I don't know if their midfield work quite as well going back. Whereas, And I have spoken to a few people around the traps, and they say Nord are the best as a team, but particularly as a midfield, of working back and forward. Uh, so if Nord can win this year's flag, that'll be the reason why. If North win, it'll be because they get the ball on the outside and some of their speed and agility will, can, can run the better teams off the ground in regards to their ball movement and speed. We're here for the Kia EV6 and Sportage. They are the cards of the year. And for Host Plus, that's a plus. Both teams back out on the ground. Glorious sunshine here at Adelaide Oval. And that breeze, we mentioned it's blustery. It's probably changed direction a couple of times as well. It's a bit hard to see if there's any clear advantage to either end. At the moment, it looks like it's going straight across the ground, but uh, maybe a slight advantage to the Riverbank stand -in. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a lot. No. I think it probably holds up a little bit more going to the left of the goal, maybe. Yep. I don't know. It's, the scoreboard suggests that it's, it as you're right, just slightly. You get an advantage purely because you're protected so well from the stands going to the Riverbank end. Start of this third quarter is pretty important for the Double Blues. They'd like to close this gap up and not, if Glenelg kicked the first goal, all of a sudden the game's only open up a little bit to a sort of almost three goal margin. You'd want, uh, you'd want the Double Blues would want to start well in this third quarter, wouldn't they? Yeah, I think what happens is when you get two or three goals down in a, in a knockout final, you start to think, oh, hang on, our season might be, be slipping away. So, um, yeah, they, they'd like to kick the first one. I'd like for them to kick the first one too. I'd like to just come down to the wire and just have a really good close game of footy. I'd like that in both games today, to be honest. But, um, look, Sturt, I think Sturt have a bigger upside in the second half. That's my honest opinion. Yes. Uh, I don't think the Bays can do much more than what they're doing. So, Sturt have certainly got the bigger upside. They just need to They need to be a little bit more creative. There's times I want to go down to Marty Madden and say, Marty, can you just let them play? Because when your team play, they look good. But when you want them to think about, you know, when they've got to do this and when they've got to do that and they've got to chip it here and they've got to go there and so, so bloody mechanical. Let them play. Who's been on top in the ruck? Is it McBean or Face uh, McBean. Sparks? No, I've, been, I've, I've liked McBean's game today. I think he's nullified Face Sparks and, and what Face Sparks was actually able to do last week. I mean, Face Sparks carved Harvey up last week. He yeah. carved him. Uh, this week he's been pretty quiet, to be honest, and uh, they've had Wrench and Burrows 
go in there for a little while as well. But uh, McBean's basically done most of the job himself. Riley Holder just cut him out for a couple of minutes. A couple of minutes a quarter. All right, players just uh, having one last hug before they break into their positions. The old team hug. Last words from their skippers. Maxie proud for Glenelg. Do you ever wonder if they're saying, well, if we lose this, where are we going for dinner tonight or something like that? No, I don't, that think that's on that. I, don't, I don't think that's on their mind. They're professional footballers. They'll be... Uh, maybe one or two of them. I was in a really, really important meeting the other day yeah. with, with about the cross-country national event that was on yesterday. My CEO was writing notes all through the meeting. We had Athletics Australia on the Zoom meeting as well. And I said, OK, any other questions? And someone said, oh... What about the CEO? He seems to be writing a lot of notes. And I looked over and said, no, no, I've got nothing. I said, what, just writing your shopping list, are you there? Just... <laughs> <laughs> writing down, guy. need razor blades for the shave that you needed to have or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, we're not far away from the start here in the third quarter. And oh, geez, yeah, it's going to be tight. Tussle, the crowd's still building for the second game. Obviously, Norwood fans will, and the Adelaide Crows fan will start coming in shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up on that. I got that one. The Adelaide Crows fan, you said. <laughs> oh, it's a slip of the tongue. Well, there might be at least three. <laughs> uh, so, it'd be funny, wouldn't it, if they made the grand final of the Crows? How many people would the Crows would There'll be a lot. There'll be a lot. I think. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's uh, they've got to get past Norwood this afternoon. Good luck. That with one's that. coming up at quarter past three. So stay with SENSA all day. Bring you all the Host Plus sample final action. And Glenelg kicking to the cathedral end of Adelaide Oval. Sturt kicking to the Riverbank stand end as the umpire holds the ball in the air. McBean and Face Parks to do battle once again. It's an excellent bounce. Face Parks got up high. Uh, Battersby was taken high. Will win the free kick. I can umpire this game from here, Bonds. It's really easy. <laughs> sure it is. Kicks out to face Parks. Oh. He just fell over as he tried to get to the footy. He tried to reach and couldn't get there. McBean was taken high. Umpire called play on. Allowed Horsnell to release to Hosey. He got one in the back and will get the free kick. Centre wing broadcast side. Face Parks literally tripped over a blade of grass Just then. reached out and overbalanced. That's his day so far, though. That's yep. his day. He's, he's just been a bit, bit missing. Things haven't gone right for him. Hosey... Went sideways to McBean and then went short to Lyons. Who went sideways to Matty Snook. Going to go back to him again. Who went back to Lyons. This is the Glenelg way. They'll just hold onto the footy with a couple of short passes. Now the handball to Snook who ran past. Brewer almost got the smother in. He kicks down the line. And a good mark by Riley Holder. So Holder goes to Hosey. About 60 from home, Lockie Hosey. Don't be a smart Alec Hosey. Kick it properly. He puts it up for Reynolds. Reynolds coming from the back almost. Staying down Yates. Got the handball out to Rayson. Now Martini led with the head. He's in trouble. Somehow got the kick away. He's going to bounce through. Alex Martini, the defender, gets a goal. Well, it was just a hurried kick off the boot. And it carried over a couple of players. One bounce through the middle. Well, Josh Hone might be able to be really good around goals and snap some excellent goals and win a lot of footy, but I'll tell you what he can't do. He can't tackle. Martini was done then, and Hone's just let him out really softly, to be honest. Martini just threw it on the boot and just happened to bounce through. That's the start that Sturt didn't want. 
as you said, Bonds, yep. at, during the half-time break. And they should get a bit of momentum from that. They've uh, once again started the quarter well, but that's just a terrible tackle from Hone. He'd be really, really disappointed with himself and want to make it up next time the ball's in his area. Fifth goal in his 54 career game as uh, 54 career. He's been really good today, though. He's been really, really good. I've liked his game. Back in the middle. McBean got that tap. And he lost the footy. Lewis. Handball up to Battersby. Now to face Sparks. High kick to centre half forward. Well done by Gribble. Contested mark at centre half forward. Goes back to the lead of Ranch, who takes the mark. 35 out on a 45-degree angle. That was good footy from the double blues. Yeah, probably the best passage of play they've had today. It was under pressure then, too, Wrench, to take that catch. It wasn't an easy mark to take. Proud was right up his clacker. Put the big, long arms out. He's a big boy, isn't he? Big, strong thighs and hips. Got a fair bit of bandaging on that left, uh, left calf of his, too. Just 19, 10 goals in his 10 games. And this is a very, very important kick, this. Josh Wrench. Comes in, kicks from 47, he's put it up, it's coming back with the breeze, but not enough. Minor score, they go to three goals, five, Blanell got five goals, six on the Lorenex cleaning scoreboard. Google with them today, and we've gone just three and a half minutes in the third term. Thanks to Budget, get on the road faster, 13-27-27. Kick out, the defence has been smothered over the boundary line by Riley Holder, and we'll have a throw in, half back for Glenelg. I think we just saw then how difficult the breeze is a little bit too. Didn't we? Bailey yeah. kicked in. He's normally a beautiful kick. The wind just took it. Took it straight out of bounds. It was only just touched before it went over the line. Really tricky conditions today, Bonds. Um, we probably got to be a bit lenient when players do turn the footy over. We just won't be lenient on the umpires when they make a bad decision. And this ball's gone out of bounds off hands and we'll have another throw in. A bit closer to Sturt's goal. About 60 metres around on the broadcast side. Good crowd in. Rossi. It is a good crowd. Close building. to 10,000, maybe more than 10,000. It's a bit hard to tell with the people we can't see underneath us. This Western stand. Pace Barks took it out the ruck. Ended up having a fresh airy. And then Big Bean kicked it off the ground. Lions looping handball over the top to Stag. Had to release it quickly to Holder and did. Now he's got Billy Stretch on his left boot inside looking for Hosey. The wind just took that out of Hosey's reach. He butted up again, though, Hosey. Now it comes to Stag. His snap of a standing step. Goes through for a minor score. Five goals, seven. Plays three goals, five. Lorenex cleaning scoreboard. Google with him today. We're here for the Kia EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the year and for Host Plus. That's a plus. Paul Bonds and Mark Ross with you. And Luke Edmonds will bring the ball back in for the double blues. Back to his uh, Casey Voss. Kicks long. Good mark by Toby Pink. In the middle of the pack. Read it best. Centre wing broadcast side. He's going to get a 25 here as Richards came in trying to smother the kick. Umpire hadn't called play on. So Toby Pink will now come down to the 50 metre line. Man on the mark is on the 50. And probably beyond Toby Pink's range. Can sink and slipper into it occasionally. Wobbles one to the top of the square. Good luck marking that. Big stack of players around the footy. Lewis working hard. Handball in the wonky direction. 
Still not out of the danger zone. Riley Holden went off the ground and taken through by Faye Sparks. Minor score to the base. Five goals, eight, 37. Plays three goals, five, 23. Lorenz cleaning scoreboard. We've gone six and, a, six and a bit minutes, thanks to budget car and truck rental. Ball out to the wing. It bounced beautifully for Tommy Emmett. He has his own bounce. Now short kick inside, looking for Gribble. Takes the mark, 40 out, straight in front. Beautiful kick from Emmett, but geez, Gribble's presented well today. He's got into the right spots all the time. He's He's the one step forward that looks like he can win them the game when they go forward at the moment. Burrows has been a bit quiet since early in the first quarter. Sorry, since early in the second quarter. He hasn't done a lot. Uh, Rich has been a little bit inconsistent today. Wrench has been a little bit inconsistent today as well. But Grivel's been busy all day. I said the last kick was important. How, how important is this one? And he comes, crosses 50. Ollie Grivel. Got it. And he has snuck it in. Important goal for the Double Blues. They go to four goals, five. Glenelg, five goals, eight. On the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's for the game. Yeah, really important kick for goal on Grewell. He kicked for it beautifully. The minute it came off a of bird, he was pretty confident. It was only in the last second that he sort of re-looked to make sure the umpire was going to say goal. Um, good piece of play there by Crane, though, on Martini. He just managed to hold him back so that Emma could run onto that footy and steam... Down that, outer, down that outer wing before he delivered the ball into Grivel. It was a beautiful finish by Grivel, as we said, but even better finish by Emma to hit him up. Sturt needed that goal. And uh, it's only nine points, but nine points at the moment feels more like 24. It's sort of a, that sort of a game. It's such, so tight. Sturt can get another quick one. They'll start to get some momentum, build the belief again. Face Sparks has lifted this quarter. Start to the third quarter. He's in the ruck against McBean. Ball went up, ball went down. Lewis to Carruthers, to face Sparks, back to Carruthers. Kick inside, 50. Burrows, nice half volley from him. Tackled by Pink. Now has to get rid of the footy. And the umpire says, give it to me, blokes. Center half forward. Got a ball up. For the Tigers. McBean got the tap. Now to Culler. Culler, long handball. Matt Allen, who goes to Yates. Dodged around one. Got the kick out wide for Reynolds all by himself. Has a bounce. Closes to 50. Centers the ball. And it's oh. been cut off by Carruthers. Ends up in the hands of Hosey. Right. Threw it to Horsell. Up by didn't see it. He's on the wrong side. Now Chandler. Close to the boundary line. Has a shot from an impossible angle. Far too impossible, in fact. And it goes out on the full in the scoreboard pocket here at Adelaide Oval. Gee, your generous response. You said he was just in the wrong position, the umpire there, and he was right next to him. <laughs> that was a clear throw. Umpire had mud in the eyes. Must have been an oak bank yesterday. There's plenty of mud down there, yes, I tell you. Kick out from shoot. Richards did well, used the body, won the footy. Face Sparks, another Good. touch for him. Short little kick to Matthews. Matthews wants to go, uses his speed, puts the Jets on, has a bounce, kicks inside forward, 50, hone in a good spot, out the back, it's rolling towards goal and rolls through for a minor score. Martini did pretty well there, not to let hone off the leash. He's done really well all day on hone, I reckon. Yeah, minor score, five goals, eight, plays four goals, six. Eight-point lead to the Tigers on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. Kick out from Darcy Bailey. Finds Max Proud. Proud hits the lead of Matt Allen. A little bit quiet, Matty Allen. 
today. Yeah, he just doesn't do enough for me, Matty. I, I don't understand why he's got all the talent in the world. He's a good size. He can run. Beautiful raking left foot kick. Pretty strong overhead. Just doesn't get it enough for my liking. I'm starting to wonder whether the wing is his spot, whether it's trying to get him inside a little bit more. Maybe his hands aren't quite clean enough to be an inside mid. Or maybe even off halfback where he can sort of See the field play that floating yep. role. So the ball went down the wing and it's now out of bounds, about 80 metres around from Glenelg's goal. So tried to take the footies, high handball. Been taken by Richards, who's wrapped up by Bailey, and the umpire says we'll have a ball up, gentlemen. Ten, almost 11 minutes gone in the third term, thanks to budget car and truck rental. From that stoppage, shoot goes back to Voss. Copped one high, did Josh shoot? He'll get the free kick at uh, half back right for the double blues. What I, what I do up? He's oh, you took his over. head off, you goose. Oh, okay. Wrench takes the mark, gives it back to shoot. Just got the kick away. Down the oh, line. Courage. Good work from Parrish. Now the ball's scrappy on the ground. Umpire standing back, watching proceedings, oh, and Ooh. says, give it to me. Haven't really enjoyed Parrish's game today. He was good then. He just needs to tighten up a little bit more when he's on Grivel. Gives him too much space. Kick off the ground by Gerloff. It's come out to Voss. Good now Brewer over the top. Matthews. In fact, it's Dakin. Dakin inside forward 50. Oh, and a one-on-one almost. In fact, the umpire's paid the mark. Yeah, Thought he had a good enough. bit at it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Good decision, umpire. We'll probably see on the replay here, Rossi. Uh, yeah, he had it for a long time. Maybe. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a bit lucky there, Josh Home, but he's got the mark. Bad call, Rossi. <laughs> Only about 25 metres out, the man on the mark. That's but it is a tight angle, maybe a bit better than 50 degrees. That's not a mark. <laughs> just <laughs> came in, out as he hit even, grounded. Even in slow replay, that, that wasn't held on to long enough. But that's okay. He's entitled to make his last mistake for the game. <laughs> so Josh Home will come in. And oh. has gone across the face of goal. Footy Gots at play there. Yeah. Minus score. Stead of four goals, seven. Glenelg, five goals, eight on the Lorinex cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. Should have kicked that, Honey. Yep. It's a really poor miss. Cole Gerloff has it at half back for the Tigers. I know I'm a inside. fan. I'm a fan, but Cole, Cole's been excellent today. Yeah, he's been good. He's really lifted in the midfield for them when they've needed him to. Went short to Martini, who kicks to the outer wing. Oh, Pumas well comes over the top and spoils it out of bounds. We'll have a throw in. Dead smack centre wing, eastern side of Adelaide Oval. 13 minutes gone, thanks to budget truck and car rental. We're here for Kia EV6 and Sportage. And for Host Plus, that's a plus. Paul Bonds and Mark Ross with you. Said the job on Hosey for the, most of the day, Kumbles. So the matchup I thought wouldn't happen. And he's been good on him, but they've lost that rebound and ability to clear the ball in the air because Kumbles hasn't been able to come off Hosey. Dakin on the bottom of this pack, and umpire will come and ball it up. I mentioned uh, Alan before, I like to see him do more. What he does do really well from his wing, though, is he sweeps across halfback to become an extra defender for them when they need him to. So as hard as I was, and liking to see more as a team game, he plays it very well. Matthew's got the handball back to shoot, who kicked inside forward 50, and Toby Pink took a nice mark. And gets a 25 for his troubles. Josh Hone said, what did I do? Uh, you grabbed a player when you're not allowed to, Josh. <laughs> Pink kicks to half forward. 
Reynolds flew. Big spoil came down to bat as B just tried to hit it, and the advantage is slimming. Slimming goes sideways. They've turned it over the double blues. Girl off. Back to Martini. Off a step. Hurried kick to half forward. Searle and Yates. Yates with the spoil in the end. Voss takes the footy. Went to ground. Then stood up on his knees. Got the handle back. Wonky. Into the middle of the ground. Dakin almost. In fact, it's Matthews. He tried to duck under a tackle. Well done, Gerloff. Oh, copped him a bit high. Again, a bit lucky here, Matthews. Dropped the knees. Tried to duck under the Gerloff tackle. The umpire's right that he got him high, but he did yeah. duck He did duck under it. To me, that's that means he had time to get rid of the footy, and instead he chose to duck. That's where I do like it in the AFL. He did feel it too. Yeah, well, says him right. Don't duck your bloody head, mate. You won't get hit. James Matthews, a 25-year-old. In his 30th game of Sandville footy. Played a little bit with the Adelaide Crows. Oh, mate, you got hit high, but there's no blood, so move on. Come on. <laughs> got your picture. You'll, you'll be in the paper tomorrow. Now kick the footy. Now he's going sideways to Sam Wonky. Takes the mark eastern side. It's the lead of Carey. He's been quiet today, Carey. Yeah, it's much of the footy. I like him, though. The way he rebounds off halfback. Henry Carey just taking their time here. 15 and a half minutes gone in the third term. Oh, good mark. Gribble again. He's having a good day, Ollie Gribble. Now kicks inside forward 50. Hone and Bailey. Bailey won that contest. Got a little handball. Out to Matty Allen. Closing quickly was Emmett. Racing. So a little bit of candy. Then kicks to half back. Oh, Missed okay. Reynolds with the target. Reynolds goes again. Did well. He's under pressure now. That's holding the ball. Great tackle from Ilman. Fantastic defensive effort from Murray Pest Control. Rory Ilman. Yeah, it was great. But it was a really poor kick from Racing after taking the game on. And he just mucked up the kick. Top of the square. It's all Glenelg here. Bradley to Bailey, dribbles a kick, trying to get out of the danger zone. Gerloff, clean hands from him. No one to kick the run of lines. No, no one in front of him, so he just has to go backwards. Gerloff might be in a bit of trouble there at halfback. Oh, keep an, keep eye, an eye on that, Rossi. And the clearing kick has ended up on the chest of Carey, who's kicked it to Hugh Stagg. So Stagg's got no one in front of him as well. So he has just had, has a bounce, goes sideways, now chips back to Yates. So Yates is about 80 from home. He's going to come into the middle of the ground. Martini, get there on the bounce. Goes short and cut off by Battersby. Had even numbers. He had to kick it in longer. Well, it wasn't exactly even numbers, but there was only one extra. Where he was kicking it, it was a, it was a risky kick. Battersby's got slimming, and now he's got Gribble. Oh. And he just got out the back right. a little bit on Searle. Slimming kept running, got the handball back. Oh, now he's under himself. pressure. Well done, Brady Searle. Kicked a handball inside to Hone. He's wrapped up and been pinged holding the ball. Again, a good decision. Good tackle from Bradley. Two poor pieces of play from Stephen Slimming, and though he called for the handball when it was never on. And then he absolutely, you know what, his pants when the next player came towards him and just gave the footy up. Doesn't do that very often, though, but he did on that occasion. Which was on for Glenelg, and they've come to this broadcast side. Pink short to Horsnell, and up to the wing, Reed Culler. So Culler, Hosey, and uh, Illman having a bit of a wrestle in front of us here as well. Bit of holding on down the field. The spoil from Edmonds on Reynolds, ball out of bounds. 
have thrown about 60 around from Glenelg's goal with uh, the Tigers leading by seven points on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the Kia EV6 Sportage and for Host Plus. That's a plus. Colt Gerloff had a really rolled his ankle really badly, but he's recovered okay. See him on the boundary line at the moment. He seems to be fine. It's good to hear. Richard's head over the footy. Snook, elite hands to Bailey inside 50. Hosey went fly, couldn't take oh, the mark. Here we go. Somehow comes out to Will Chandler. He straightens in, kicks the goal. Has he's missed it? Well, from 20 metres out, straight in front, he just rushed it and couldn't finish. Glenelg go to 5 9, Sturt are 4 7. On the Balfour scoreboard, Balfour's are for the game. Big moment this for the Sturt Football Club. You've just been let off. That should have been an easy walk-in goal. Give them a nice 14, uh, 13 point buffer. Sturt need to take this down the other end, kick a goal and make it really hurt. Riverwind Pink in a one-on-one centre wing. Snook there again. Got the quick handball to stretch. He's kicking side 50. He's going to be marked by Guy Page. Standing in the hole. Goes short kick. up the middle of the ground. Tom Lewis dropped the chest mark. And a bit of time. Kicks to Carruthers. Carruthers has got face sparks on the outer wing. Goes to him now. He's got 10 metres by himself. Face sparks inside 50 looking for Tom Emmett. The kick is horrible. Rolls out of bounds. Last possession rule, Glenelg. Had to do better there, face sparks. That was shocking, face sparks. It's a poor lead though as well. Led right out to the pocket. You've got no chance of kicking a goal out of there. That's where the breeze is going. So it made it even more difficult for sparks as well. But... If I'm Sparks, I'm just ignoring him and kicking it towards the goal square and saying, if you lead there again, I'll never kick to you again. Louis Racing at halfback. It's just holding up in the breeze. Toby Pink. Thanks, a little grab. How consistent has he been this year, Bonds? He's had a pretty good year last year, but I reckon he's been even better again this year down back. So his kick. Hosey in a one-on-one. Wonky, gives big it, spoil. Gives up, Hosey. He just gives up. Here's Rory Ullman. 50 games, gave it to Dakin. Dakin wasn't ready to receive it. Turnover. Big tackle laid by Gribble. Now it comes back to Illman, who he has to dodge around a couple. He does. Gives the releasing handball to Richards, who has a shot from goal from 49 metres. This is to the right-hand side. Four goals, eight. Plays five goals, nine. Lauren X cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. Great place, uh, passage of play by Rory Ullman, though. Just took the Glenelg defenders on. Gave Richards that opportunity to have that shot on goal. He just wasn't quite good enough to kick it. He's missed a couple today. He probably should have kicked Richards. Well, here's a chance. Oh, dangerous kick oh. to Billy Stretch, but Battersby gave away the free kick. Stretch will get the ball at half back. Still inside his defensive 50. 21 minutes gone in the third term. Budget... Car and truck rental clock. That's not his own. Seven point lead to the Tigers. Been an enthralling third quarter. Riley Holder tried to tap it to Horsell. Horsell went with the body first, then did well. Got a little handball to Holder, to Martini, to Searle. Back to Horsell, back to Holder. They're sharing it well, the Tigers. Kicked down the line. Oh, almost no. a one hander to Chandler. Now goes to Hosey. Dropped the footy, Lockie Hosey. Now under pressure from Voss. Well done, Casey Voss. It's going to hold it in the area and we'll have a ball up. A metre inside the boundary line. About 60 from Glenelg's goal. Yeah, Chandler needed to go then, didn't he? Yep. He should, rather than handballing to Hosey, he just needed to take the extra couple of metres and kick it in deep himself on the left side. 
paying a free kick against Liam McBean for throwing face parks out of that ruck pot test. So Daniel face parks at half back. We're here for host plus. That's a plus. Paul Bonds and Mark Ross. Third quarter action, elimination final. Tigers clinging to a seven-point lead. Kick down the wing, home for Sturt. Was tackled by Proud, and we'll have another stoppage. It's funny, isn't it? If you didn't have a scoreboard, you'd sort of think the Bays were three or four goals up, but just sniffing around Sturt, just hanging on like a bad smell for the Bay supporters. <laughs> i tell you what we have got. Rossi, I reckon we've got a close finish coming yeah, up here. there's no doubt about that. They're pretty defensively minded, both teams, for most of the day. The ODI up in Townsville. Australia 1 for 44 after 8 overs, chasing 201. Going off the ground, Battersby. Face Parks led to the footy. Parrish was good, and so was Dakin. Picked up it cleanly. Kicks inside 450. Emmett couldn't take the grab. Ball's on the deck. No one really wants it. Martini thought about going, then pulled out. And the ball's at half forward. We'll have another ball up. Sure whether to go or not, Martini. In the end, probably did the right thing. He's waiting for the ball to come out. McBean won that tap and went again. Liam McBean is having a good day. He's tackled by Face Sparks. We'll have another ball up just inside the centre square. 23 and a half minutes gone. Third term. Good advice for young Brady Saul. Keep your feet, mate. Every time you go near the contest, you fall over. It looks desperate, but it also looks bad. And you constantly fall over. Young Richards has fallen over a couple of times today too. Your yellow boots look nice, mate. We know who you are, but unfortunately, they're not helping you help stay on the ground on your own two feet. Keep slipping over. You just looked at them then, actually. Don't look at the boots. Get someone that help you not to slip. So McBean with the tap, but straight to Battersby, to Page with handball. Now it ends up with Carey. He got it from shoot. Inside 50, long bomb, proud, good spoil. Falls to Brewer. Brewer, hurried kick towards goal, is bouncing out of bounds. Last possession rule will go to Matt Allen in the back pocket for the Tigers. Just feels Sturter giving themselves some opportunities, but every time they've done this, the Bays find a way to go down the other end and kick a goal. So Back six or seven for the Tigers has been pretty good today. Yeah, they've been excellent. In fact, I think the back six and seven for Sturt have been really good yep. as well. The midfields have been pretty even. I mean, there's only seven points in this game. You just feel that the Glenelg have got the answers for most of the day so far. But if Sturt could rattle on two or three quick ones, you know that the momentum would go with them and they could probably take the game away from the Tigers. But at the moment, they're just not allowing them to do it. So the long kick came out to a pack. Reynolds ended up with it. He kicked down the line to stretch. And it came off hands. He was under pressure from Guy Page. Goes out of bounds. About 80 metres around from Glenelg's goal. We'll have another throw in. 25 minutes gone. Third term. Seven point lead to the Tigers on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. It's only uh, it be a terribly long quarter. Only one goal apiece in this third term. Burrows now gone into the ruck. Kick was smothered beautifully by Culler. Felder McBean. He put it inside 50. Coombless stood tall, took the mark. Goes to Richards. Cut off by Horsnell. He's got leads everywhere. Doesn't know what to do, Horsnell, so he just holds up. Gets another lead from Yates. Now looking for Reynolds. Almost Reynolds. 
butters up, goes with the left boot around the corner, minor score. Five goals, ten the Tigers. Four goals, eight the double blues. Make that an eight-point game on the Laurinets cleaning scoreboard. Could have been the host plus goal of the day. That's a plus if Luke Reynolds could have finished off there, Rossi, but it was a great recovery after going for the ball in the air. He nearly marked it. Almost clunked it. Yeah. Proud. He's been excellent. He has, and he takes the mark backing back. Centre wing broadcast side. He can wear yellow boots. He can wear whatever he wants, this bloke, because he's so good. Puts it back inside. 50. Big pack. Horsnell front and centre. Roved yeah. it beautifully. Kicked a goal. He give me Hutchman style on the right boot. And that was classic roving from Cooper Horsnell. And Glenelg go to 6-10. Sturt 4-8 on the Laurinaitis Cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. Yeah, full credit to Maxi Proud, though. He was the one that took the mark to get the ball back inside 50. But Horsnell, that's that's bread and butter for a small small wheel, isn't it? He's kicked two today, Horsnell. Probably could have kicked a third as well. I reckon he missed one in the second quarter. We thought he might have kicked... But he was just front and square, read it off the pack. Shoot was a couple of metres behind him. The minute it came off the boot, the umpire did not move. Sailed over his head. And that was what I was talking about, the Bays. Every time today you think Sturdy getting a sniff, they just find a way to kick a goal. The truth is, too, they've had 16 shots on goal, so they probably deserve this slight lead. Kicking's let them down in front of the big sticks a little bit. Burrows has gone into ruck against McBain. Good bounce, but players dive on top of the burley and... We'll do it all again. One player today, Battersby. This is the Battersby that I know at times, though. He gets a lot of possessions, but they haven't hurt the Bays at all. Siren sounds for three-quarter time. A handy goal to the Tigers just before the break. They're six goals, 10-46. Sturt, four goals, 8-32. We'll take a break and come back for the final quarter of the elimination final. This is the Host Plus sample on your home of sport, SENSA. Sometimes for Host Plus, that's a plus. And Kia, the EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Now Martini led with the head, he's in trouble. Somehow got the kick away. It's going to bounce through! Alex Martini, the defender, gets a goal! He comes, crosses 50, Ollie Gribble. Got it. And he has snuck it in. Important goal for the Double Blues. Puts it back inside, 50, big pack. Horsnell front and centre, roped yeah. it beautifully. Kicked a goal, he give me Hutchman style on the right boot. And that was classic roving from Cooper Horsnell. Welcome back to Adelaide Oval, three-quarter time here. And Glenelg lead it by 14 points. Rossi, let's have a look at some stats at three-quarter time, please. Yeah, just the match stats in particular. So the Bays are plus 31 in kicks. Handballs are even. The Bays are plus 14 in marks. And plus seven in tackles. Sturt leading the way with hitouts and clearances. They've had 29 hitouts to 21, and they've had 28 clearances to 18. So, Bonds, that's, that's actually a bigger lead than there was only three at half time. So, they've increased their lead from clearances, but the base defence has just been absolutely unbelievable. Bays have gone inside forward 50, 32 times, and believe it or not, Sturt have been inside 36. So, the efficiency of their ball movement going inside 50 and the ability for the base to defend as well as they have today is a, a massive reason why there are a couple of goals in front. That and the fact that young Hornsnell, who's been excellent on the wing, has kicked a couple of rippers. Battersby's had 20 possessions, eight tackles, and Eight clear, sorry, 10 tackles and 8 clearances. So he's worked his little butt off as per normal. Darcy Bailey's had 18 possessions. Tom Lewis, 18. Matty Snook, 
and uh, Casey Voss have both had 17, whilst Maddie Allen and Cooper Hornsnall have had 15, Gerloff and Lyons 13, and McBean's been pretty busy, sorry, with 14, McBean's been busy with 13. It's about ready for the start of the last quarter. We're here for the Kia EV6 and Sportage Cards of the Year and for Host Plus, that's a plus. In the one day, Australia one for 59 after 10 and a bit overs. Dave Warner on 26, Steve Smith on 13. The man out, Aaron Finch. Oh, he's struggling, Finchy. Couldn't hit the battle for the inside wicket at the moment, the ball, sorry. Last quarter elimination final is underway. Good bounce from the up. Face Park's got the tap. Now Brady Searle over the top of the footy. He's tackled by Faye Sparks. Ball comes loose. Umpire calls play on, but now he will come in and ball it up. 6-10 plays 4-8 on the Lauren X Plenty scoreboard. Securing workplace safety. Google them today. Oh, good boy. Fridge. Brewer. Got the ball to Battersby. Now to Page. Still need an early goal. Gribble's been good today. Just eluded him. Shoot running on the footy. In fact, it was Brewer. Tough, hard footy. Back to Slimming. Slimming. High kick inside. Forward 50. Toby Pink did well. Went with a big spoil. It fell to Dakin. He was tackled. Great work, Bailey. In fact, it was Bradley. Now Allen. Down the line. And the ball goes out of bounds. Last possession rule. Free kick to Sturt. Keep saying it, but geez, the Bays are defended well. Even looking at this structurally at the moment, it's one-on-one -on -one minimum. Casey Voss puts it up for Burrows. Pushed under the footy by Pink. Hone hovering. Good. Got the handball out to Slimming on the left shoe towards goal. It's going across the face and out on the full. That sort of day, Slimming, hasn't he? He's been... There and about. Yeah, but, not, not, yeah, but not. Not, ever since that really heavy tackle on him, he hasn't quite been the same, which was a great tackle by Martini. Felt it myself. So Proud kicks out of defence. Gerloff tried to use the body well. He was held by Carey. Umpire said play on. Page. Handball back to Voss. Kicks to centre half forward. Spoil came from Dakin. Tigers worked well. Bradley down the line. In front Yates. Staggers with him as well and he's tackled over the boundary line by Illman. He got some attention from Yates. They have a bit of a push and shove. Umpire said, back to your position, boys. We'll throw it in. Hillman wasn't backing down, though. And Yates said, yeah, OK. <laughs> I'm out of here. He basically went, Yates. <laughs> throw in. In front of our broadcast position for SENSA. There's some hanging on going. And McBean will get the free kick. He's beaten fast face sparks, as we said. Certainly it has. It was going to be a key matchup. And see now why they've gone with McBean in Ruck versus Cole and Minchin or Jack Hanneth. Went short to Searle. He kicks inside 50. Out the back Hosey and Coombless. And it rolls out of bounds. Free kick to Coombless. To the goal square. Page. We'll just set up here the double blues. They'd love the first goal in the last quarter. There's a long kick. Look for Carey. Martini's there. Martini went to ground, hone. Give it. Handball inside to shoot was very good. Shoot in the Dakin direction. Then got the spoil. Back yeah, to Dakin. Oh, here's Faye Sparks all by himself at centre half forward. Goes to the lead of Burrows. Selfless. Footy. He could have ran in and kicked the goal himself. Had Lockie Burrows on the lead. Took the mark. About 35 out straight in front. 
Yeah, I've seen lock. Yeah, I've seen Face Park shoot, mate. He needed to pass it short. <laughs> Might have ended up in here in the commentary box if he'd have tried to have a crack. But it was good that he did lower his eyes. And as we said, Burrows has really been consistent this year, just leading straight out at the kicker. Put it in front. It was poor by McBean, though. I've been praising him all day. He let Face Parks get in behind him, goal side. Didn't defend well enough as a ruckman. He knew it straight away, too, and he's had his head down walking back to the goal square. He'll be praying that this misses. So Lockie Burrows had one in the first quarter and has shanked this to the left. A bad miss. They go to four goals, nine. Glenelg, six goals, ten on the Lauren X Cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. We're here for the Kia EV6 and Sportage Cards of the Year. And for Host Plus, that's a plus. We've gone four minutes in the final term. Budget, get on the road faster. 13-27-27. Bit of an error from the Glenelg defence as McBean tried to find Max Proud close to the boundary line, went over the boundary line. Face Park short to the leader, Greville. Inside 50. And he's taken the mark. This will be a tough shot as well with this breeze. It's very blustery. But Gribble's taken the mark. He'll kick from probably 48 metres, but on a pretty tight angle, 51 degrees. Even if he kicks a point, if, if, if 13 down, so you've got to get him back somehow. Big day though, Grivel. He'd love to First kick this best. one. Get him going. Comes in. Good Pretty day. good contact. Is it holding? It's a holding. Yeah. It is. Great finish from Ollie Grivel. So Sturt get the first one of the last quarter. They close the gap. Four goals, 9-39. 6-10-46 on the Lawrence Cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. Jeez, he's been good, Grivel. Really liked his game. He's consistently worked hard. Mentioned it a couple of times. Young Paris is just struggling with him a bit today. Sort of same age group coming through. Paris a little bit young, younger, not really much though. And Gibbs uh, worked extremely hard. Now if he can just get a little bit of help from Wrench, Emmett, Richards this quarter, and the big fella and Burrows and Sturt won't find a way. They win enough footy out of the centre. It's just those forwards working hard, harder for longer having their moment in the last quarter where they give their team an opportunity to win. Hone hasn't had the biggest of days. Martini's kept him pretty much under control. Got what we wanted. Double Blues goal in the start of this last term. On the bounce in the middle, we'll have another bounce. As players dive on top of the footy. Six minutes gone. Thanks to budget, truck and car rental. And it's a seven-point lead to the Tigers. Again, the footy's on the deck. Battersby stole it out of there somehow. Gave it to Face Barks. Kick in the Burroughs direction. Off hands. Loose footy. Darcy Bailey taking high free kick, surely. It is. Might have ducked a little bit. He's only a small man anyway. And uh, Tommy Emmett, very clumsy with that tackle. Darcy yeah. Bailey free kick. Good decision by the umpire. Kicks to the broadcast side. Dead smack centre wing. Good use of the body from Wonky. Nudged uh, Riley Holder under the footy. Just now goes to the lead of Got a free kick. Jeez, they love those 50-50 ones though, don't they? Both teams just... It's a tough kick. Dangerous. Dangerous. Risk and reward, I know, but... Move on. Tom Emmett. Floating high kick towards Burrows in front, racing. Oh, that's good mark, young fella. That was excellent work. If this boy could kick, he'd be in the AFL. 
Unfortunately, his kick lets him down too often. He's got some courage. 19-year-old. There it is. Slider build. Lots of hair. I'm a little jealous. He kicks down the line, <laughs> Matty Allen. I'm a lot Matty jealous. Matty <laughs> But I had lots of hair when I was 19, too. <laughs> Snook goes short. Back I, to Allen. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I've got photos. <laughs> it doesn't mean it was your hair. <laughs> Here's Matt Allen. Kicks to half forward. It's a wrestle. Wunky with the spoil on holder. Goes out of bounds. We'll have a throw in about 70 around from Sturt's goal. We've gone eight minutes in the final term. Budget truck and car and truck rental clock. It's a big mouthful, Bonds. Seven-point lead to the Tigers. This game is going to be close. Going down to the wire. McBean. Got the tap to stretch. Tackled by Lewis. Drags him to the ground. Sling tackle. Now pass it to sling tackle. Not sure if I agree with that. But Billy Stretch. He agrees. He's got the free kick. Yeah, it was the second motion as he brought him to the ground. Young Paul will say duty of care. Bit unlucky. Technically there. No, it was there, mate. Yeah, it was definitely there. He's on the he replay. didn't hit the ground, though. I reckon the head's got to hit the ground to pay that. Oh, taking a mark in the pocket. Allen. It is Matt Allen. I reckon he's had nine possessions since I said to him, you need to work a bit harder and do a bit more. He's, he's actually worked his way into the game really, really well. I did say at the time too, I love his work behind the footy. But this is where he can be more dangerous because he is strong in the air. I said he's a raking left foot kick. He can mark it. He, he moves around the ground well. He just doesn't get enough. And uh, since then, he's had nine possessions. So shut up, Rossi. Stick that up, your jumper. He's going to kick from 25 metres in the pocket. Made good contact, but the umpire went running. Minor score, misses to the left. Tigers, six goals, 11. Sturt, five goals, nine. Laurinette's cleaning scoreboard. Google them today. Yeah, tough kick from that pocket today. Breeze would have been hitting him right in the face. We're taking it left to, to the left. Left to the left? Left to the left. To the left, to the left. And the ball Breeze goes out really of bounds. Picked up, actually. If you just look at the scoreboard at the moment, Bonds, they're really blustery. It is quite blowy. Typical late August, early September type of day. There's a throw in. Just the umpire. There's a very short in. throw in. Ended up in the hands of Tom Lewis, who got it to Slimming. Now Dakin is holding the ball. Good tackle from Billy Stretch. Hasn't had the greatest of days, the refrigerator. It's been caught a lot and hasn't been able to win enough footy. Defensive play for Murray Pest control by Billy Stretch and another grab inside forward Matt 50 Allen for Glenelg. Again. It is Matt Allen again. He's taken a couple of grabs here. Yeah, Carruthers and hasn't gone with him either time. Hasn't been able to. It's not his game, Carruthers. So it's a good matchup for the Bays at the moment. And Matty, instead of trying to win footy across halfback or the wing, is just sliding forward. I think it's a direction from Brett Hand. It might be. And if it, is, it's a, if it is, it's a really smart move. Brett, Sam Ballston might have a bit to do with that as the midfield coach. So from 50 metres, Allen puts it up. Back. It's coming back. It's a goal. Matt Allen puts his fingers in the air. Very handy goal for the Tigers. Get that margin back out. They go to seven goals, 11. Sturt are five goals, nine on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's are for the game. Well, he learned from the first kick, didn't he? He had one just a minute and a half earlier. Wasn't able to slot it through. This time he, he hung it out to the to the right. 
And the breeze has just brought it back enough. The umpire actually didn't move much, to be honest, Bonds. No. Watching it on the replay again, so... Glenelg supporters behind the goals were a little bit more nervous than the umpire, I think. That's a handy 14-point margin at the 11.5-minute mark. And as we've said all day, every time the double blues look like they're going to mount something, the base kick a goal. And to be fair, they deserve this 14-point lead. 12 minutes gone in the final term. Budget car and truck rental clock. Wrench has gone into the ruck, won the tap, but the ball came to stretch. He dropped the footy, holding the ball. Fantastic tackle. Now inside 50. Here's Richards, knocked off the footy by Bailey. Bailey, hurried kick. Reed Cooler flew, and the ball goes out of bounds. Just shoot a little lame there. Might have got one in the kidneys. Yeah, just in the lower part there of the kidneys. I haven't lost, I haven't liked Richards' game today. Bailey's absolutely spanked him, to be honest. He said, I'm dad, you're the kid, and you do as I say. So we'll have a throw in in front of your SENSA commentary position. Paul Bonds and Mark Ross with you. Lewis running onto the footy. Quick kick towards 50 metres. Martini with the spoil. Now he goes again, Martini. Left the footy behind. Hone has the footy. Now he's on the ground. Umpire will come in across himself. We'll ball it up about 40 metres out from... Uh, Sturt's goal. There's the ball up. Burrows doing the ruck work. Hit it straight to Cooper Horsnell. Jeez, He's standing by himself. I love this kid. Spins out of a tackle. Clears it to centre wing. Holder to Culler. Reed Culler dodged around one. Went short to McBean. Good kick. McBean's got Hosey all by himself. Led into space. Lockie Hosey takes the mark inside. 50-40 out. Tight angle. But this breeze will help the kick, Rossi. Uh, this is this. He loves this. Get ready for the big kiss in the crowd after he manages to kick this one. This is the perfect spot for Hosey in the right forward pocket for a left footer. He's just come around by about three metres too to make it a little bit easier on himself because the umpire's too busy telling the Sturt player where to line up rather than watching what Hosey was doing. He's come around a good metre there easy. He's gone short. Went for the pass to McBean. And it hasn't come off. It just sat up a little bit, allowed Wrench in for the spoil. Falls to Casey Voss. He drives straight down the middle of Adelaide Oval. Toby Pink came across and took the intercept mark. How good's this bloke been today? It's been excellent. He reads the footy so well. Well, you did say it earlier, though. The whole back seven's been yep. outstanding. So his kick to Riley Holder at half forward. He's in trouble here, Riley. Big tackle laid by Battersby. Umpire will come in and ball it up. Just inside the centre square. They're one goal away, the base, and we're doing enough. One goal. They're going to need to kick another one at least to win the game. 14 and a half minutes gone. Needs the budget car and truck rental. We're here for the Kia EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year, and for Host Plus, that's a plus. Now, considering Sturt are probably going to have to kick four to win this game, and they've only kicked three for the day, uh, five for the day, it makes it a bit tough. That stoppage, Battersby working hard, trying to get the ball out. It does come out eventually. Carruthers' kick was smothered. Searle, little fumble himself. Carruthers puts the pressure on, lays the tackle. Quick hands to Culler. High kick inside, forward 50. McBean in a wrestle with Wunky. Wunky fell over. McBean didn't. He dribbles it towards oh. goal, just getting a hand right on it Voss. and keeping it in. Voss, straight down the middle of the ground. Goes Voss. Now the footy's got to be won. Dribble lays a tackle, and the umpire is going to ball it up. Centre half forward for Glenelg, just inside the centre square. 
15 minutes gone, final term. They lead it by 14 points, the Tigers. Plenty of other decisions today where that would have been high. Hold it, a bit unlucky. Carey, high kick to the wing, racing underneath it. No one took the footy. Matty Allen grabbed it cleanly. Goes on that left boot. High kick, Coombless in a good spot here. Got the spoil in. Edmund, hurried kick out to this grandstand side, broadcast side. Carruthers and Horsnell. Horsnell closed him down, then dragged the footy back in under Carruthers. And the umpire comes in and will ball it up just inside Glenelg's 50. Don't know if Horsnell's played a better game than this. We've liked him throughout the year. We've called him a few times and been really pleased with what he's done. But today's been vital, especially with his two goals. Casey Voss takes the mark in the back pocket for the double blues. Quick kick from that stoppage. And he can go out into space, out in front of Slimming. Oh, Slimming just, just pushed off pushed the footy off far too, too easily. Just now under pressure, he went against the double blues. He's going to end up with it here, and it's not right. Went out the back, Slimming, by himself. Uh, had a horrible bounce to himself. Now gets rid of the footy. Matthews Martini came in with the spoil. Umpire paid the free kick, and then the Sturt players are going to hold it up. Back to Matthews. It's not over. He has to go mark, back mark. behind his mark. 17 minutes gone in the final term. The Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. 7-11 plays 5-9. Slimming. Flat kick to Emmett inside 50. Takes the mark 40 metres out on about a 47-degree angle. It's amazing, isn't it? Slimming gets beaten one-on-one. -on -one. He was pretty soft in the contest. And he ends up with three possessions inside 40 seconds because his opponent then fails to go with him. What he can do is use the ball really, really well. He lowered the eyes. Kid out Emmett. He's normally a good finisher. To say the Sturt need this is a bit of an understatement. Yeah, to kick a goal, Tommy Emmett. Kicks from about 46 metres. Has kicked the goal for the Double Blues. They're still in it. Their season's still alive. Six goals, nine plays, 7-11. On the Balfour scoreboard, Balfour's are for the game. We're here for the Kia EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. And for Host Plus, that's a plus. Said about two minutes ago, Bonds, that Glenelga one game or one goal away from winning it. Yeah, they too. Sturt would need four goals to win it. Well, that was on the back of predicting that the Bays would need at least one more, so it's hard to believe they're only nine points down, Sturt. They haven't played anywhere near their best footy today, but they have found a way to hang in there, and that's on the back of their back seven, similar to the Bays. And a little bit of brilliance from blokes like Battersby, who's just been a warrior, Lewis. And Faye Sparks has found a little bit at times when he's needed to in the second half, just to give him something. I've liked, they put Carey onto Gallon now. That's smart. Kerry was, uh, sorry, Allen was starting to hurt them. Carruthers uh, shoots on the far wing. Carruthers is having a bit of a rest on the bench. McBean got the tap out. Tom Lewis lays back. a crunching tackle. Umpire paid holding uh, in the back, rather. Reed Culler will get the free kick in the centre of Adelaide Oval. I can understand why the Sturt supporters would be a bit disappointed with that, but the umpires, as soon as they see you go forward with the tackle, they pay it every time. That's fair enough. That's in Culler. the back. Long kick inside forward 50. Ilman spoiled it when Page was going to take the mark. Chandler back to Billy Stretch. He's going to go short. And to the lead, Hosey marks just inside 50. This will take Hosey's best kick. But he's confident. He'll have to kick it from probably right on 50, maybe just outside 50. 
And he's only about five metres in from the boundary line on the eastern side of Adelaide Oval. And to be fair, this is what he's paid for. Kick these types of goals. I reckon he's probably a couple of metres out too far, but you just... It's been really hard to judge the wind today from up here, let alone down there. He'll take his best. He comes in, kicks from 51 metres, doesn't like it off the boot. <laughs> Threw his head back in disgust, and he kicked it out on the full. And Will Coombless told him about it. Nice kick, mate. And Hosey said, what my fault? Because <laughs> that's what he says every time. Wind got it. Wind got it. Still an eight-point margin. 53 plays 45 on the Balfour scoreboard. Balfour's before the game. Hasn't been a high-scoring last quarter, so you'd expect we wouldn't play any more than about just, 25, 26 minutes. Just three goals in the last term. The kick out has gone out of bounds. Just to Glenelg's advantage on the eastern side of Adelaide Oval. Close finish in the elimination final. They've defended so well all day today to the Bays, you'd find it really difficult to think that they're going to muck it up in the last five minutes, but funnier things have happened. Here's Matty Snook from that stoppage. Gets the clearance, puts it to the top of the square. Coombless takes the mark, running back and plays on straight away. Good. Runs out of defence, handball over the top, looking for Voss. Intercepted by stretch, Voss lays a tackle, ball comes loose. Coombless there to help again, wants to break another line. Goes to Voss. Voss, a hurry kick to half forward. But the Glenelg defenders are going to get their first, are they? Toby Pink, first one there. Wrench now puts his body on the line. Rayson ends up with the footy. Handball to Proud. Proud around the corner. Carey backing back. Ball beats oh, him. Well done, Reynolds. Reynolds gets in front. Knocks it over the boundary line. Dead smack centre wing. Western side of Adelaide Oval. Can't underestimate how smart that was from Reynolds. He had three third opponents around him. The Bays were caught on their heels a little bit when that ball was coming to the centre wing. He's just smart enough to knock it in front of himself, let it go out of play, reset. Here for host plus, that's a plus. Face Parks trying to kick it out of midair. Slimming took the footy. The league, Gribble! Oh, big clash. Proud back with the flight. Gribble's hurt. Ends up with Allen in the middle of Adelaide Oval. He kicks inside 450. Here it is. Out the back, Reynolds just has to get to the footy. Picks it up. Kicks the goal. And might have... Just ended Sturt's season. Hats off to Matt's Proud. Going back with the flight. They go to him now. About 10 Glenelg teammates get around Max Proud. Matt, it ended, the ball ended up with Allen. A long kick inside forward 50. It went out the back. Luke Reynolds ran onto it and kicked it from a metre out. We've seen him miss one from there this year, but he did miss on that occasion. <laughs> Yeah, look, the, the Bays deserve this. They've been the best team, I think, defensively for the four quarters all over the ground. Uh, Sturt just haven't been able to get their game going consistently for, you know, three and nine-ninths of a quarters. And, uh, well, Maxie, he's been sensational. He's just held him up time and time again along with Bailey. Grayson's been important. Bradley's been important. And... Uh, They've done enough when they've had to, to take the, I was going to say the two points, but take the victory. Won't win uh, the goal of the day for host plus. That's a plus, but it's well, probably the most important one in this last quarter. It's given them the gap and certainly three goals in about four minutes to win the game. Stag puts it back inside forward 50. Hosey came late. Now he has the footy. Goes around the corner. Is. Lockie oh. Hosey doesn't like it. Just misses to the right-hand side. I said, there it is. I was going to say, here it comes, the hosey celebration. 
He did everything <laughs> right then. I was watching him. I wasn't yeah. watching the ball. <laughs> I was watching him too. He was pretty confident when it came off the boot, but the breezes took it to the right. 8-12 to 6-9. Emmett got it from the kick-out. Sturdy have to go straight down the middle. They've got to attack. They've got no choice. Shoot. Goes short to Malachi Carruthers. He goes around the corner. Had slimming. Missed the target. Racing. Running through. Gives the handball forward to Lyons, to Allen, to Snook, who bombs it back inside 50 to Lockie Hosey. It's going to bounce towards goal. Well done, Kumblis. Got back and scored a try over the boundary, over the uh, behind line. Minor score. They go straight away. Boss thumps it down the middle. Face Barks in a good spot here. Riley Holder came late, got the spoil in. Proud, had a little bit of a fumble, tackled by Hone. Somehow got a kick away to Wrench. Ranch high kick. Glenelg have numbers here. It's a three on one. The three went out. Martini just looks steady and goes sideways. Looking for Brady Searle. Matty Allen's there to help. Comes back on the right shoot. Kicks down the line. But standing in the way, Rory Illman. To Lewis. Hamble to Voss. Voss to Emmett. 60 from home. Takes the mark. Kicks to the leader, Burrows. Oh, Pink was there with the spoil, did well. Billy stretches, he often does. Gets back to Hill. Goes to Bailey, who goes short to Reynolds. Marks it half back out of side. They'll slow it down now, the Tigers. The player that's really come into the bays in the last couple of weeks, he missed a couple with young stretch. Just gives them that extra run they need. As you just mentioned then, Bonds gets back and helps out his defenders as a midfielder. Just busy. Nice smother on the boundary line from Hosey. Have a throw in dead smack center wing out of side. Be fair on the base too. I know they snuck over the line last week with a really good win in the end. But the week before against Nord, we saw them play on the Friday night football. They were pretty good for three, you know, for most of the game. Just a bit unlucky to lose in the end. So they're just building nicely. And they'll be very dangerous whoever they have to play next week, which will be the Crows. Just saw Matt Allen just signal to the bench then. Do you want me to go back and plug a hole oh. up in the defense? So Again, smart thinking from Matt Allen. That just shows leadership. Sturt have also been smart enough, though, that the runner from Sturt said to him, you get out there with him. Don't let him back off. Now Chandler's coming back as well. Darcy Bailey got it from Hugh Stagg. Puts it up in the McBean direction. He's gone to full forward. Goes out the back. McBean did well. Used the body well. Sturt working hard. Coombless, Wunky, both fell over. Yeah. Boss kept his feet. Handball to Battersby. Wants to run up the middle. Gives it to Illman. Illman goes sideways to Slimming. Broadcast side. Goes on the left looking for Burrows. Pink again. I thought he took it, Pink, but umpire called play on. Thought he had enough of that, Toby Pink. Maybe uh, Burrows had a, a hand on it as well. But we'll have a stoppage right in front of your SENSA commentary position. We're here for Host Plus. That's a plus. Lauren, it's cleaning school board. Glenelg lead at 8-13-61. Sturt. 6-9-45. It's a 16-point margin. Another stoppage. Burrows and Holder. Allen dropped the footy. Should have been holding the ball. Trying to burst his way through. Was Brewer. And we'll have another ball up. No one wanted that ball up. Snoop still trying hard. So is Brewer of Sturt. And the umpire will come in and ball it up again. So four stoppages in a row in about the space of 
10 metres. Ball really going nowhere. 27 minutes gone, final term. Manil will hang on here. As the siren sounds to prove me right. A good victory for Glenelg. They led all day. And Sturt hit the front early. But after that, Glenelg controlled the game, controlled the footy. It was all level at quarter time. Glenelg led by eight points at, at uh, quarter time. Sorry, at half time. Three quarter time, they led by 14 points. And they run out winners here by 16 points. So Glenel go on to the first semi-final. And Sturt, what could have been for them this year. And Marty Matner's men finished fifth in the sample ladder. Rossi, uh, a pretty good win for Glenelgan here. Yeah, they're just consistently really good all day in regards to the defensive action. We've said a number of times they got might have got beaten at the stoppage in the middle of the ground, but they're back six and weeks. We say back seven because there's always a spare on the bench that goes down there. Really able to hold the Sturt forwards up. I, I just thought the, the experience of the base back six and seven compared to the youth of Sturt's forward line was what made the difference in the end. Maxi Proud, Martini, Bailey, they just knew what they were doing all day long. Uh, throw Bradley amongst that yep. as well. Uh, very excited for him and his turn game. They're able to get a win and survive for another week. Both teams did everything that they needed to do in regards to playing the right spirit of the game and Bay's just a little bit too good in the end. Let's have a break and come back and we'll uh, wrap this up and give you the best players in the elimination final. Glenelg move on further in the finals. Mothballs for Sturt. This is the Host Plus Sample on your home of sport, SENSA.